Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and this is what we like to call a fine throwdown Thursday, man. Which, in honor of that fugly old Thursday night football game between the Jaguars and the Titans, dude, nine sacks in that bad boy. Whoo! Goodness, congratulations, Jacksonville. Here we're thinking everything's running off the tracks, and then you get, you know, the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> the the model as well yeah, with the world the model of consistency thanks Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee yeah. anyway good good on Jacksonville they needed that win dude they yeah, they, they needed that win but uh, let's go ahead and get everybody up in here well we're short a couple of people I think Mark passed out and uh, he's probably in recovery mode with uh, Eli Manning getting getting benched we kind of figured it might be a lively you know. Uh, Matt and Mark going back and forth about Eli because they usually like to argue about it. I mean, some of it's like a, a, a long-standing running joke between those two, but they just needle each other over and over and over about Eli Manning. And you know, I'm not an Eli hater. I like to make fun of Eli. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not an Eli hater. Whitfield, I almost truly believe, is kind of an, an Eli Manning hater. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, of course, Mark being the Giants fan is a a, a defender of Eli Manning. But anyway. Well, let's go ahead and get, uh, you know, just have a little fun tonight. It's been a hell of a week, guys. <laughs> been a hell of a week on my end. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So let's have a little fun. First and foremost, oh, Winamp is asleep. We spent too much time pre-podcast just chit-chatting. I forgot to get Winamp right back up. up. It'll happen. There we go. Hey. <laughs> Sweet. First and foremost, that's right. <laughs> the one, the only, Shannon, the Twitter, Terminator McGuffin. What's up, brother? Uh, not much, my man. Hey, just just real quick. Hey, uh, I just want people at home to understand that your daughter is in the hospital tonight, and you know your wife's with her. Got some stuff going on with the knee. Um, you know, we love you. We love her. Uh, heal up, Chloe. Sarah, you're a trooper for hanging out all night with her at the hospital. Uh, Justin, ha- holding it down at home and recording, dude. You know, props to you, my friend. Well, you know, the biggest thing is hopefully Chloe's all right. Uh, pretty severe knee infection, but it doesn't look like it got into the joint or anything like that. So, um, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, you know, in between Sarah's mother having brain surgery, and it's just been a hell of a week, man. So I figured, I didn't know if we were going to record or not, but I was like, well, you know, it might be nice just to have a diversion for an hour or two and just kind of hang out and. You know, talk a little, little football, laugh about a couple of things, and just try to have a good time, you know? Why not? I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. Bring Randy in, do his thing, and then let's have a salute o'clock to you for just doing this shit, man. Because <laughs> props to you, man, because I'd be like, no, I'm out. Uh, it, sometimes it's, it, it's good to have a diversion, brother. You know Understood. what I'm saying? No, no, that's just the deal. Oh, you know who needs some diversions? Cincinnati Bengal fans. That's who needs some diversions. Hell yeah. Getting their ass whooped. Randy, what's up, brother? Oh, giggity guiles. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot, man. Just uh, trying to get through uh, this damn sprained back from the gym. That's always fun. Spraining your back. Yikes. Yeah, and it just happens to be one of those things where I just overworked it. It's unfortunate, but it happens. <laughs> you know, hey, we, question, we, question, we had the wrong we had the wrong song for you, man. Was uh, it at the just... gym or was it at home? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This this is what Randy really need, man. <laughs> 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 working it, buddy. 
<laughs> hey Shannon, can it be both? Uh, yes, yes it can. There you go then. There you go. <laughs> anyway, nah, heal up, man, heal up, man. Yeah, salute the clock. You, you know yes. what? What the hell, man? Let's let's go out of the gates with the salute clock. Um, so I'm enjoying a mighty fine Evan Williams and uh, Coca Cola Classic. Which is, uh, I don't know, like lately I feel like when we record, man, I, I like to have, you know, a mixed beverage, cocktail, whatever you want to call it, and a beer. You know, I, I like to double dip. I mean, I love beer. Everybody knows I love beer, man. I got the beer gut to prove I love beer. But <laughs> that, that hashtag true story. But uh, so I'm also enjoying a three-notched The Ghost APA, which I'm very fond of the three-notch beer. I love the three-notch beers, man. But I'm still, I'm very much a hophead. I love, love, love IPAs. I've been on an IPA kick for what feels like about 20 years. Uh, so I don't think it's going away. But uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I do better with like, you know, if I if I just do beer during a podcast, it's like it just gets so heavy. And I still have that gigantic mammoth can that, uh, Shannon, you, you bought that from, what brewery was that at? Was oh, that from? God, is it the one in Iceland still? Or no, 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 no. We're, we're, we met you for lunch or whatever. And you bought like that, oh, the crowler, Fine Creek, yes. yeah, Fine Creek, that crowler, that, uh, the the dad, dad double strength IPA, yeah, the, or the double IPA, the, the dad double IPA. So that was supposed to be like our welcome back podcast beer, but I'm like, man, that thing's a, that thing's a beast, man. I got to be in the right, I got to be right and ready for that bad boy, because that that thing's a hoss, buddy. <laughs> thing's a hoss, man. Although if the Redskins keep playing the way that they are. <laughs> Uh, I might crack that open sooner. At least the Packers look decent. Yeah, the Red—I mean, the Redskins are just a sad sack of NFC East butt suck. So the scary part about the Packers, and we'll get into this a little bit. Yeah, defense week one, running game week two. Man, yeah. Rodgers is kind of chilling a little bit. So that's, well, that's, that's for Green Bay fans. That's kind of nice. Well, it's certainly a far cry from what they look like uh, the way that last season went. You know what I mean? Like last season, I mean, really, you know, that era had run its course. Um, I just wasn't sure what this was going to look like. And I'm a real big believer. You know, Aaron Rodgers has a finite window. How many years he has, I don't know. But he's had, obviously, the collarbone injuries. So you worry about his longevity, his effectiveness, and keeping him clean. You know, and you have to. And I laughed a little bit because, like, the whole LaFleur thing, you know, against the Bears was like, oh, the fired in the first half. You know, but they, they, they pulled out the win. And Minnesota's hey, look as a Redskins fan, I lived a lot of Kirk Kirk Cousins games, dude. And you know, if anybody is a a, a fantasy football stat patter, but it doesn't win when it matters most. And I like Kirk Cousins, the dude. I do. You like that? I I I did like that. I I defended that guy to a lot of people. But one mm-hmm. thing Kirk Cousins has not shown to this point in his career is the ability to close out games and the ability to be clutch when it matters most in the red zone and at the end of games. He just, he hasn't done it. And as much as I like the dude, I mean, he's not a Redskins now, so it doesn't matter as much. And I'm not a, even though I'm a Packers fan, I don't hate the Vikings. I know people are like, oh, why not? Well, you know, first of all, I'm not 15. I enjoy the sport. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy the sport and I enjoy a good story. And I, I like fan rivalries, but I'm friendly about it. You know, I'm not here to you know knock over somebody in a porta potty or to you know it's, people get too hostile. You can enjoy the game and root for your team without being a hostile ass bag. Uh, and I think too many people are too hostile. 
So they are. You know, it, it, I don't even hate. The, I mean, I grew up with the Redskins and the Packers. I don't hate the Cowboys. I don't. I don't root for them. You know what I mean? And I take some satisfaction when they're terrible. I laugh at it. Um, but give me good football, good stories, and people I want to pull for. And if you know, if I enjoy the ride along the way, then great. Um, I, I'd much rather cherish success and enjoy, you know, however the year unfolds. I obviously I enjoy it more if my teams are good, but if my teams aren't good, give me compelling storylines and things that interest me. And quite frankly, I think doing the podcast for as long as we have, my fandom is still there. It's just not at the forefront. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I, I really that- just, I, I just enjoy good football and I, Same. you know, I, I may not root for a particular player or a particular team, but I can still enjoy how the season unfolds. And I think that's one thing, whether it's fantasy football, doing the podcast, other things, you know, man, pull for your team. You know, that's great. You know, enjoy it when they're good. But don't lose sight of how, how many other storylines, how many other good things are out there. And you don't have to be one of those hostile fan ass bags. It's just I don't think that's really worth it. Uh, and I'm with you. There. I'm with you there, dude. Saturday, I made it a point because Amber was in. Uh, she was away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, her best friend was turning forty, so they did a girls' weekend away. So yeah. it was just me and my daughters, and uh, it was garage organizing day for me. Woohoo! So I love it because I have a projector. I have a screen. So mm-hmm. I put on the ESPN app, and I had ESPN college football all day. There you go. While organizing the garage. And, uh, you know, what you're talking about, good football. And, uh, you know, I saw, like, three pretty good games that day. I was mm-hmm. watching uh, uh, Kansas State and Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCF, dude. Polsters. I'm telling y'all, that's a top ten team. Quit, quit messing around. That is a top ten team. Central <laughs> well, Florida is a top ten team. If they hand, if around. they handle their business, they'll be there. Yeah, you know, they made Stanford look silly, and Stanford is a pretty good team. I mean, that's that's oh. a good coach. So are we are team. we going out of the gate with a salute clock and a and a college football update? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. You're talking about not rooting for your own team, and I'm watching college football all day. And the, you know, you just brought it out of me. So hey, that's okay. That's all right. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's get back to Sluta Clock. I'm having. I'm. I'm finishing up from last winter. I have a double barrel GBS mm-hmm. uh, from Hardywood. Um, it's hitting the spot. Uh, I would say 11, 12 percent at this point. Um, as you can probably tell. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can hear it a little bit in your voice. Just a wee bit. Just just a wee bit outside. (laughs) Twitter Terminator's feeling pretty good right now, so, uh, salute, gentlemen. Oh, salute. Actually, I found the reason that Mark's not here tonight. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, you know, last week we were talking about, uh, you know, the Hazard Fest and how much fun I had in the Shenandoahs and in the (laughs) Valley, you know, with the midget wrestling and all that stuff. So we have a we have an update. Uh, porn star Bridget the Midget arrested oh, no. arrested for stabbing her boyfriend in the leg during a fight at the couple's Las Vegas home. Number one, did she stab him in the, in the leg because that's as high as she could get? I just want <laughs> I just want to know, dude. <laughs> Bridget the Midget, man. <laughs> Bridget the Midget. Bridget the Midget. There you go. 
Uh, that's probably really more for, uh, I think Mark's brother, uh, Matt, I, I could swear he's in a tweet saying, Midget wrestling? I'm intrigued. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, so. <laughs> Matt, beware of Bridget the Midget. Just letting you know. <laughs> mm. <sighs> Anywho. Randy, what you got, brother? <laughs> so, uh, from the veil, I have something called Never Heard of It. All right. It's uh, it's just a uh, it's a very it's very dry, but it's a, a mm. blueberry goza. It's almost like drinking red wine. Funky. But it, yeah, it's, it still has that tartness to it, but it's it's not bad. So did but I mean? For, so did Bridget the Midget, but that's a different story. Is that the <laughs> the eleven percenter? No, that was the Tef Nut from last week. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, the, the Tef Nut's legit, right? Yes, that what she definitely. said. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you my two of my favorite college football things, and we'll get to the NFL. We and we talked a little bit about, about that, but we'll we'll bat some cleanup. Um, obviously, this week's been a little bit weird, and I didn't prepare the way I usually prepare. So uh, I still have notes. I still have stuff. Um, but I, I might topic jump a little bit more than normal. Dims the brakes, gentlemen. But two of my favorite college football related things. One on a more serious note, um, was the Iowa State fan sign that he had during game day asking for beer money. Did you yes. guys see the sign? Bush Light Supply needs replenished. Number one, the grammar's terrible. <laughs> Way to go, dude. Um, and so it, it basically had the sign of saying Venmo, you know, Carson King 25 or whatever. So it got on TV. Here, this guy's just trying to get some Bush Light. And he got so much money that it, it really it turned into a fundraiser. So when his Venmo balance hit $1,600, uh, King decided he'd buy a case of beer and donate the rest of the money to the University of Iowa's Family Children's Hospital, and which is which is great, right? Which is great. And it's, that's outstanding. Which is outstanding. And what, one of the things that's really cool about that stadium is like they have a, a part of that building that actually overlooks the football stadium. Yes, and you know people will wave at, at the at the patients and the kids and the families. I mean, it's a really neat thing. But Car- isn't that after like the first quarter, like they they have that where the people will turn around and just wave? I it, think it was what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's usually around that time where people will just turn around and wave at the patients. Yeah, very cool thing. That's very that, very cool. Thing. That is one of the coolest things that anyone has ever done uh iowa props e our guy who just celebrated his 39th birthday this week is a hawkeye so uh you know he, he i'm sure he's cool with that and uh you know that's awesome sorry cam keep no keep going. It, no it's all good brother it's all good yeah <laughs> i'm sure he's like i'm not giving that iowa state fan any money whatever dude <laughs> but that's yeah, okay but the, it went to iowa but yeah you know, i know i know i know uh, but a, a great thing. So he he donated money. But what ended up happening is that Bush caught wind of the story, and they they hooked the dude up with a year supply of beer. I mean that's victory. I don't like Bush beer, but that's freaking awesome. Well, I mean he's a college student, man. A year a year of beer, you know, like that's that's a that's a <laughs> that's win, brother. Awesome. This guy this guy's like, man, yeah, I, I need to I need to re up my my beer supply. He gets a year of beer, dude, and and. I, I like I like how that flows off the tongue. By the way, a year of beer, it's pretty good. And they pledged to match the amount of donations he received, dollar for dollar. 
And on top of that, Venmo also promised to match the total amount King raised on their app. That's freaking phenomenal. So, How awesome is that? Yeah, I mean, it has gone past $100,000. I don't know what the total is oh going to end up gosh. being. Um, but, it, I mean, great PR. I mean, the guy had a good time with it. So I, I would, I mean, you know, maybe he figured he might get a couple hundred bucks or something. You know what I'm saying? And right. all of a sudden, it morphs into this. He made a great decision to say that he would donate some stuff. Um, I'm glad. You know, I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I, I drank Bush Light. It's it's been a minute. It's probably at a NASCAR race. I may I may have hydrated with some Bush Light, brother. I've done my I've done my Bush Light tour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> And I don't just mean my high school girlfriends. No, I'm just kidding. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't that, believe that's going to be edited out. No, I'm, 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 I'm leaving that in. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm leaving it in, and that's what she said. Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe at this point. Oh, oh my Lord. god! Anyway, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I know how. I like I have a stitch now. Like my side hurts from that. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. one of the awesome comments of this podcast yeah. of all time, dude. That oh. that was that oh. was um, that was I'm, on point. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> Where's Kawhi? Where's Kawhi? Kawhi's right here, buddy. (laughs) We talk about practice? (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah, we talk about some practice. Whoo, goodness. Yeah, she did. <laughs> anyway, all right. That's that's an all timer right there, yeah. Captain. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a good thing the wife my wife doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah, mine. She'd be too. like, she would just be like, really, Justin, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like, honey, it's okay. Just shake it off. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. That was not what I expected to happen at the front end of the podcast. That's usually like wrap up a, you know, well, wrap up a cock, wrap up a clock. Like, where are we going? I don't know. Shane and I. She's going to look at you and be like, you got to let that go, bro. Dude. Dude, OPP, baby. <laughs> OPP. <laughs> can't do that while I'm drinking my beer, man. I'm going to spit that out. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, my side hurts, man. Yeah. True story. Oh. Air hop level on that one. Oh, all right. I don't even know where I was going to go. Where the oh, hell oh, oh, were oh. we on? <laughs> What's what? Oh, Bush Light. Bush, bush Light. Bush Light. Yes. Bush Light. Yeah. Bush Light. <laughs> what do we used to say? Tight like prom night? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when it comes to the sports brew, there is no such thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, Rand, just wait. I'm going to see if we can get you to be like, oh, for fuck's sake, football. <laughs> oh, I've got a good one on one, that one, one later. Yeah, oh, act- what is now? This is going to turn into, <laughs> let's see if we can get him to say it now. Is, this, is that what this is? I've, I'm going to finish the GBS. I'm, I'm about ready. <laughs> anyway, okay, so my second, that's my first favorite story, college football related, which isn't so much about a game, but it, it's. I think that's a great, that's a great story. Um, I love I loved the UT shirt thing the other week, and I love that. Because, um, yes. you know, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. I mean, he probably could have pocketed, I don't know, 20 grand or something and just called it a day. Uh, nah, man. That's, but, that, that's, that's a solid dude yeah. that he knew he could do something yeah. good with and that he money. Did. And he did. That's so, good for him. So, uh, you know, fat kudos to that that guy and he get again a year of beer i mean believe me as a college student a year of beer is a i don't doesn't matter what it is man that is man yeah that's like extra that's just a big fat you know dose of victory and i would imagine if he's not in the frat he's getting invited to all the frats are like yo come on down bro come on down man yeah that's gonna bump up to a keg a week (laughs) yeah dude you are and they might as well just send who was it that used to have like the was it the bud light truck wasn't there like an ad with um Shane like Battier Miami, or something. Shane Battier. Yeah, yes. and like, like a, yeah. Well, dude, I used to work with um, Trey Wingo's sister, mm-hmm. and when he did the Bud Light commercial, she used to tell me that like his garage was just full of stacks and stacks and stacks of like Budweiser and Bud Light. That's crazy. Like they would just beer truck it to his house and just bring. I mean, all at that, that point, beer. you might as well just have a block party. I mean, because there's no way you can drink all that beer while it's like still fresh or within date or whatever. You know, there's no oh, way. Yeah, I mean, you that that's no, a proverbial. No shot. Yeah, there, that's a proverbial sharing is caring right there, buddy. Oh you know, yeah. yeah you, I would think. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, unless you like, I, I, he is a proverbial golfer, so maybe maybe they allowed like uh, coolers. <laughs> maybe maybe could be just take uh, multiple people yeah All 18 right. holes every day man let's <laughs> let's dwindle this supply down are we going back to bush light 18 holes every day great day um, <laughs> that, that's like wilt chamberlain that's that's wilt chamberlain level right there buddy dude oh, i told you i needed a diversion and some cheap entertainment i'm glad that we could provide some of it already Okay, so my second favorite college football note of the week. So uh, about, I don't know, maybe six weeks ago, one of our friends, her her boyfriend is like a monstrous FSU fan. And so he really wanted to go to the FSU-UVA game. And I was like, yeah, sure, man, like, why not? That sounds like, that'll be great. I'm not, like, and I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, FSU would probably be fine. I mean, I'm not worried about UVA. Just go for the experience. You know, let's have fun. Let's do the 151 tour and go to the game. So, of course, FSU has kind of a rough beginning to the season. And so, you know, from a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter, week one happens, not as much chatter. Week two happens, no chatter. Week, th- <laughs> week three happens, no game. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to the football game all of a sudden, except Imagine a lot of UVA fans, because I think that was a sellout. And, you know, kudos to UVA. Number one for getting for getting the job done, and you can knock Florida State. You know they're not the same. I, I think um, I think Jimbo Fisher kind of knew the slot was happening when he ripcorded out of there. Honestly, yeah. Uh, 
it, when I look back on it, it felt weird at the time. But you look at what the program has become, and you're like, eh, he probably he probably kind of knew what was up. You know what I'm saying? And you know they're struggling, dude. I mean that that is really a a flagship football program. At least it has been for a long period of time, and that they are just not there right now. And I, I don't, I don't know where you pinpoint all the issues, uh, but I do, uh, <laughs> I do know that I, I, I fantastically enjoyed the fact that UVA managed to to finish that game off and win that thing, and that uh, you know an FSU fan that has FSU underwear, socks, shoes, and an FSU painted truck. Uh, disappeared into the ether because he didn't want to go. <laughs> he no longer wanted to go to Charlottesville to go to Hoosville and go to that game. So way to bail on that, bud. But we certainly enjoyed it. Although they, I swear to God, they tried like hell at the end of to that game to lose that game. Yes, to lose that did. game. And there were some. Yeah, you you think that hit um, that roughing the passer hitting that Bears Broncos <clears throat> game was garbage. That rough in the passer at the end of that UVA FSU game was also crap. Um, there were a lot yeah. of there were a lot of flags at the end of that game, and I know we kind of we kind of laughed uh, at the end when the students like ran onto the field. You're like, come on, it's a regular season, it's FSU. What are you doing? But yeah, I'm okay with it. As dramatic as that game ended up being, with how rocky the very end of that game was, and how it almost felt like the officials were going to help FSU steal that away from UVA like I'm like I totally get it I'm, I'm okay with the fact they ran onto the field so those are my two favorite things college football related of the week plus it was a night game so plus they've probably been game. drinking all day they had probably they were probably boozalicious yes they 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 may have gone through that dude's year supply of of bush light uh, <laughs> right in the parking lot before that game I would I would buy that for a dollar <laughs> for sure for sure um uh, shannon out of curiosity uh you know it's thursday night thursday throwdown anything favorite college football game or whatever that you're looking forward to this coming weekend just a, like a quick hitter a uh, quick hitter uh notre dame uh georgia notre dame is at georgia this weekend uh it should be fun uh georgia's favorite by 14 they should pull it out but I mean, it's nice to see a big a big game with a team other than Alabama and the SEC. I mean, Georgia handled them last year, pretty mm-hmm. um, got them by one. They're favored by fourteen in that game. Hint, hint. That'll be a D stat Twitter Terminator game this I'm week on surprised. the bets. I'm not surprised. Um, I went six one and one last week. Mm-hmm. Mark went two five and one. Hmm. So you may want to listen to the Twitter Terminator <laughs> when it comes to college betting this maybe, week. Maybe. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Shots fired. Shots that's, fired. That's right. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. There it is. Randy, what um, the hell happened to Syracuse against Clemson, bro? Good God. 41-6, to six, dude. Woo. Don't, don't get me started. Uh, this basically... Woo. <laughs> Basically, what I'm seeing out of Syracuse is they're a team without an identity right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, once Dungy graduated, it's like the heart and soul of that team is gone. So now it's up, someone else has to step up. And, I mean, the, the way I'm looking at it, this team is probably maybe, if we're lucky, a four-win team this year. 
until they find their identity and actually start playing up to that, I don't see them winning many games. And that's not saying, and that's I'm not trying to take anything away from what Babers has done at Syracuse, but I just feel like the defense. They've got some good players. Mm -hmm. The offense just can't get out of their own way. Too many mistakes. No one's stepping up and taking the rank, taking control. And that's what you always need. You always need a, a strong leader on that team to be the voice of the locker room. And I don't see anybody doing it right now. Well, yeah, it's a big. I mean, Clem, Clemson had some payback they needed to, to give to Syracuse. Let's be honest. I mean, the last and, two and years then they did. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Syracuse beat them two years ago, and last year knocked out their starting quarterback and damn near won that game. I mean, they were just they damn near cost Syracuse that, or excuse me, cost Clemson that perfect season last year. And this year, Dabo was like, "Nah, we're we're, we're gonna rub that in a little bit." Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that was also a bad beat, by the way. If you did was watch it? Scott Scott Van Pelt, why did they get some um, gar? Did they get garbage late? So Syracuse, I think, was a push with less than a minute left, and all Clemson had to do was kneel on the ball. But and it and it was like Syracuse was like at their own forty-seven, and they took the snap and they kid ran it off for a touchdown and the the cuse betters who had a push at that point lost the push with less than a minute left you know and i'm a kentucky fan so kentucky had a third and i don't know three uh four or five whatever against florida and the guy broke it and if he gone down the under hits and kentucky covers but the kid ran it for a touchdown and the overhead and the line was a push ended up being a push. So it was like, had the, I mean, there was a lot of money on mm -hmm. that one play. Like it was a one point game, Florida. If the kid just, just goes down, Florida can just kneel it once and the game's over, but he runs it for the touchdown and Florida not only like it's a push, but the over hits mm -hmm. as well. So I mean, a lot of uh, D stat people were not happy on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like how you were talking Syracuse, and then you switched over to Kentucky like seamlessly, and just to do another shots fired at D stat. That's just great. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> That's okay. Why not? And what the hell? Hey, he's um, gonna come back and beat my ass anyway, so it don't matter. <laughs> so I, oh, one of my that's why he makes money and I don't. Well, yeah, yeah. See, I, I think the betting stuff is fun, but I don't actually put any money on anything. Like I just do it for like shiggles. I, dude, Justin, I yeah. hate I I hate losing a dollar. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine betting money and like losing money. I I would I'd lose my I'd lose my mind. Side note, two other college football notes. I can't believe we're actually talking college football out of the gate. That's wild. We usually do so much NFL, but uh, it deserves some love. One thing that doesn't deserve love, by the way, and I know Saban's been all cranky pants, Captain Cranky Pants, about students leaving Alabama games. You know, number one, you got to wax some people. They're spoiled by success. And yes. what's the incentive to stay in a blowout game when it's more entertaining for them to 
go, you know, <laughs> knock out a couple of more crawlers <laughs> and get on with the rest of their, you know, college life, man. But they, uh, there, there are some good-looking uh, co-eds on that campus. So, uh, well, yes, of course, I, I mean, understand. They have they have some extracurriculars that are worth more than just watching them. You know, you know, blowjob or blowout. Pick your poison, right? Um, <laughs> Damn it, Not while I'm drinking beer. <laughs> so they they have a tie loyalty program. And students who, you know, they download the app and they earn, like, points for attending a home game and they earn additional points for staying until the fourth quarter, right? I mean, that's just, like, weird, isn't it? So the running gag was, of course, that you'd have, like, a whole bunch of, like, I don't know, fraternity pledges holding a butt-ton of phones just so everybody gets credit. But that's really kind of an odd an odd thing. Like, I I just, I don't don't know that I'd be doing that, man. That's a strange thing going on in Alabama, dude. Tougher opponents. Well, it just the fan base is spoiled, dude. They've been so good for so long. A lot of those people have no clue what it's like to root for a butt suck ass team. Eventually, no, they don't. They, they I mean, don't. Same in, I mean, I can remember '09 when they were going against Texas in a national championship. Mm-hmm. Man, like, dude, you could probably count on two hands the number of losses they've had in the last decade yeah i mean it, it it's it's obscene so it's kind of like anybody that is i'd say is under 20 that is a fan of like you know new england area boston area sports like you know what i mean like you, you've just been grotesquely sports spoiled you have no idea you know what it's like I to mean- it, it, I mean, Lind, Lindy's kid's going to be born and come out with championship rings on his hand and not even know what it's like to lose. Well, Lindy's get, getting to suck up all the championship glory, and who knows, maybe maybe the next generation you know, won't enjoy as, as much victory <laughs> uh, as Lindy has. But that's, you know, that's okay, man. That, that's sports life. You never know. Although, as long as yeah, Belichick's there, they'll be fine. Tom Brady that's... might play till he's 50. Who knows? Um right. One other really – go ahead. I was going to say, the first 20-some-odd years of Lindy's life, like, even though the Red Sox Patriots weren't mm. winning games, like, and Celtics as well, like, he was still all in on Boston. So I do give yeah. that man credit. Well, no, for, he, 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 I mean, he's a, he's a legit fan. You know what I mean? You, you, is, nobody's complaining about any of that. But, you know, it's just different. I mean, at some point, you know, if you're – I mean that's not just a team. That's like a region that's had a, an obscene amount of like sports. I mean it's it's Absolutely. it's nuts, dude. It's not hockey, baseball, football. You name it. Like that region has just had some, you know, had a lot of glory. Um, good for them. The DMV has not had a lot of glory, but uh, no, uh, the Wizards, er, the Bullets, er, the Redskins, er. I mean the Capitals got a cup. Thank God. Um, thank God. The the Nats are the Nats. I mean you know I mean. Pfft bunch of butt suck down here but anyway one day does maybe jerry jones want huh i was gonna say what does jerry jones want a championship before he dies some glory <laughs> hall on, man come on man uh, i want me some glory uh, hole. i want me there some you glory go hole. i want me there some you glory. go you like that yeah Jerry Jones likes that. <laughs> I knew Kirk Cousins was right <laughs> so what one other one other thumbs up for me and this was uh oh Actually, I guess I have two things. An update on that story for Carson King and the donated money. That total is up to like $225,000 as of Dang. Thursday afternoon. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's a ton of that's a ton of dough. So, again, kudos. I'm going to raise one up 
yes. to him on uh, that one. Raise that up again, mm-hmm. dude. Cheers, Carson. Well played. Well played. Sucker. Hey, man. Hey, Carson King. If you want to do uh, Venmo at Sports Brew, feel free, man. We'll take any. <laughs> we'll take anything you got, bro. But one other thing I thought was cool, man. Uh, Georgia fans. They did a. Um, the Arkansas yes. State head coach, uh, his wife passed away, and uh, they did a pink out. So instead of wearing, you know, the usual red and black, they, you know, went ahead and th- they wore pink. I mean, it, to raise awareness for breast cancer and to basically honor Wendy Anderson, the late wife of uh, Blake Anderson, again the the coach of Arkansas State. I thought that was a real classy move, man. Very- they, they had a hashtag wear yes. pink for Wendy. I mean, kudos, it was his first kudos, game man. since her passing. Yeah, that's you know, that, all- that's that's awareness. That is classy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, overall, that's just awesome. I mean, it's the opposing coach. It's his first game back. You're going against one of the top three team. Georgia is number three. They're they're. If they can beat Bama, they'll be in a championship game. If they can't, they won't. Yeah. Georgia's a top three team, and the fact that the fans recognized that and did that for for that for the opposing coach yeah. and uh Kudos, um, man. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. Hats off. Cheers. <laughs> uh, uh phenomenal. Yeah. It, uh this was uh pretty touching, and this is what Blake Anderson had to say. He said, quote, it's overwhelming to be honest with you. Got a text earlier this week when whoever started the whole idea of pinking out uh, today, and I'll be honest with you, I teared up, and it took a little while to get to kind of compose myself. It'll be hard today, but very honored and just appreciate all the support. I mean, you know, again, it's just that, that's that's an A-plus move, man. And, um, it is. You know, again, I, I like, I love fandom, and I love rivalry stuff, uh, but I think every once in a while you need the reminder of what, what matters the most and those things are indicative of that where you can appreciate the sport you can have fun with the game but you can still be respectful and be mindful um of you know loss and and life and what people are going through and still have you still have a good time man you can still have a good time so uh well done uh there's a group called bulldogs battling breast cancer uh and they talked about how they wanted to show coach anderson that regardless of the score uh, that he that you know his family is just in their thoughts and prayers. So good on them, man. That's amazing. Good on them. Good on that. You know, in this in this A+. day and age of just how fandom can be, as mm-hmm. we've seen at games, mm-hmm. the fact that people could come together. You know, Iowa, Iowa State, probably not the friendliest of rivalries. Yet the kid, the Iowa State kid, can raise that money for the Iowa. Yep. And uh, we got the Georgia Bulldogs showing respect to an opponent's head mm-hmm. coach mm-hmm. Uh, who lost his wife. Uh, uh, you know, hats off. Uh, that's amazing. That That's phenomenal. Uh, cheers to both of those, to all four organizations, to be I honest know, with dude. you. But that's good. I, you, you know, know. And not that I'm looking for all powder puff and sugary stories, but those are good, man. You know, good no, stories. That, that's that. Yeah. Those are the stories we should be celebrating. And, and thank you, Captain, for bringing those up. You're welcome, brother. And then I, I, I did. Uh, you did send this to us in the chat, and we certainly couldn't wrap up college football without <laughs> without a little Mike Leach moment. 
<laughs> I, I love, I love his answer about which Pac-12 mascot would win in a massive brawl. All right, took me a second to find it, but uh, here we go. Here's the deal. Here's the scoop. Here's the story. Pac-12 brawl, man. If you got all the Pac-12 mascots together in a brawl, who's going to win? <laughs> Mike Leach version. <laughs> Maybe got into a battle which one's coming out on top? What kind of battle? And not mascots like Butch T. Cougar, but like actual coos and ruins, and ducks, beavers, all that. Well, probably the University of Montana. Well, the two best, of course, would be Montana and uh, LSU. What about, the, what about the conference? Our conference? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? Uh, the Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> that tree's going to get chopped down. That's <laughs> yes. that true story. Uh, <laughs> unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. And then um, the duck the duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver, well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that youth's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. And then, um, and you know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. Harry um, Potter activist. As, I love that, by the way. The beast alone. Uh, a buffalo's going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a, bu a buffalo's utterly outstanding. Did I leave any of them out? Uh, well, but Butch, Butch is going to have to be clear-minded and crafty. I mean, Butch will, Butch will find a way. There's no question. The Cougar will find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and, uh, and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. I love the fact that he gave such a, a, you know, that kind of an answer is such a goofy question. But <laughs> I can't, we can't have a beaver reference and not drop some promise. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, ha, have we ever played promise on the brew? I don't believe so. I, I'm not sure. Maybe at one point we did like, Jerry was a race car driver, or I don't know. We could have, but it, it's been a while. Yeah, Winona's big brown beaver. Whoop whoop. Hey. Anyway, my so Mike Leach having having fun. I'll have to clean that one up just a smidge. That, that, that goes with the bush light, right? <laughs> what the beaver? Hmm. <laughs> 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 hmm. Harry Potter activists. <laughs> <laughs> Harry that. Potter, Bush Light. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, thanks for that one. Sorry. No, it, it's all it's all good, man.
It's all good. I tell you what, why don't we go ahead and consider, why don't we wrap up segment one? We've done college football and an intro. Why don't we take a quick pause? We'll come back and it's all NFL. We'll run through all this quarterback stuff and some fun with some games and then just shut it down. Because I think that's pretty good. We, this is like a classic sports brew length, like back, I don't know, seven right. years ago when it was like 45 minutes a segment. All right. Listen, last, last <laughs> college thing, we're going college basketball here. Oh, God. Uh, really? Props to Tony Bennett. Oh, Declined yeah. a pay increase. Uh, got an extension and sent the money to his assistants and uh, I guess started a fund. If, if I'm not mistaken, Kevin. They donated $500,000? If yeah, I remember correctly. To, to, I guess to a former players to help them out. Um, you know, if they don't graduate or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you don't know. Pay he, raise, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Sent he, money to his assistants. Mm-hmm. And you probably have more than I do. I do. But. I do. And, 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 you know, Bennett's a great guy. Uh, UVA is lucky to have him. Um, Outstanding. Ob- obviously, a strong family legacy. Uh, with his dad, uh, than what he's accomplished as a coach. But he's a great fit for that program, and he's a great guy. He really is. And you still have to, you know, just to think about what they, the turnaround from last year to this year, you know know what I'm saying? Like, that's a hell of a thing to do to keep your team focused and right. Uh, But he declined a pay raise from the school, which obviously – you know, they don't want him to leave. So it's reasonable to be like, oh, we got to, you know, slide a couple extra dollars at you. And what he did, he declined that and he asked school officials for additional compensation for his staff and for program improvement. So he did sign a one year contract extension, but he didn't want a pay hike. So the other thing that he and his wife did is they made a $500,000 contribution towards a career development program for current and former mm-hmm. players. Now, you know, I don't know how much of the, you know, what was the raise? I don't know. But he made $6 million last year. He got a $1 million retention bonus. So, and he's under contract for the next seven years. He said, quote, I have more than enough. If there are ways that this can help out the athletic department, the other programs and coaches, but not tying up so much in men's basketball, that's my desire. I mean, let me, t- let me tell you, if Tony Bennett makes a trip on the 151, he ain't paying a dime. No. <laughs> no. My no, man no. is not paying a dime for the 151, for the wineries, for the breweries. I mean, yeah. My my man's set. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's still wild to me. You think of all the... I mean, let's be honest. We all piled on. Everybody under the sun piled on when they got run out by UMBC, uh, you know, the, the first top seeded team to lose to a 16. Mm-hmm. That's bitter. But the back end, you know, to come back and to win a national championship, ridiculous. Uh, his record in 10 years at, at Virginia is 254 and 89. That's amazing. Not shabby. It's no, pretty good. I, so, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but for all the kudos he gets as a, for all the kudos he gets as a coach, we'll raise a glass to him. For the man that he is, and the leadership that he has displayed clearly, and his commitment Cheers. to his players, his program, and his community. Salute. Salute. Good, good pull, Shannon. I'd I'd forgotten about that. I, I, I that that was a good thing to pull up and mention. That was on my list, but I didn't know if I was you know I I would have forgotten it. So, 
Well done. Yeah, I was trying to get that well with done. college, and uh, I had other stuff with college, but I thought that was more important than anything yeah. else. Yeah, no, so. it's cool. Well, go ahead. And who would have thunk it? I actually have something for college sports in general. What? Something that's very no. interesting. No, this I'll is there, Randy. this is a lie. So apparently. A New York senator has actually proposed a bill earlier this week to, that would give college athletes the ability to sell their rights to, to their own images, names, and likenesses. This would be, if it's passed, this would give be, make New York the first state that would actually pay their all their college athletes. Um, the, I thought California just passed that recently. Well, their stuff's a little bit more complicated. I'm a believer that, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, I don't think the schools need to be paying players. What I do believe is that the players should be able to profit off of their own likeness. Correct. And there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like when people talk about schools paying players, there's a lot of money in college sports. There's a lot of money in college football, football and basketball. Let's be honest. There's a ton of money in it. Okay. That's why, you know, coaches are making eight or 10 million a year. Okay. (laughs) The players deserve a cut of that. But one of the cleanest ways to do it, is the schools don't have to pay them, but let them let them do things in their community, and if they're, you know, if they're a national presence or they, you know, are at a, granted this gets skewed to big schools, you know, basketball you'd think obviously a lot of the AC Kentucky, Duke, oh, I get yeah. it, in college football sure. Clemson Alabama yes it would get there would be some skew to it to the bigger schools but you know even let's say we're in Richmond okay. But if a, a, a U of R football players could go and do, you know, commercials for local car dealerships, they can make a little bit of money by profiting sure. off their own likeness. And I'm 100% okay with that. I'm 100% okay with that. No and issue with that whatsoever. Zero, none, zilch. Because mm-hmm. I think they should be able to profit off of, you know, off of that. And that get you, the school doesn't have to pay them. I, you know, people can't figure out should schools pay, how much should they pay, who gets this, who gets what. Well, you know what? If you have companies and you know stuff in the community where they want to sponsor or fund or have them do commercials, then let them do it. Whether it's lacrosse, basketball, football, baseball, dude, I don't care. Let them make money off their own image. Let them make money off their own name. Totally fine by me. So good on New York. I don't know how that's going to work out, but well, and the interesting thing is, apparently he's made an amendment as well that would require Mm. the uh, athletic department to give a fifteen percent share of the annual revenue to the student athletes, to uh, actually spread out evenly among all student athletes, Mm -hmm. not just the ones that are on TV. And that makes sense because you could take it and think about what that would mean. You know, let's just easy example. Let's take Kentucky basketball and Alabama football. They're mm-hmm. wonderfully marketable, right? So they could generate all sorts of revenue. So the players could derive some benefit, and all the other students at that university would derive some benefit. All the other student athletes would derive some benefit, which, you know, you'd think directly or indirectly they probably do now. You'd hope, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you'd hope. But if, if you if you had like some firm like buckets or tiers where you're going, okay, well this is you know, we're making X amount of dollars, we're gonna take fifteen percent, it's gonna go to the you know, these other sports, these other things, I'd be totally cool with that. Obviously you gotta administer it, 
uh, or dealing with the administration and potential corruption and the other issues, that's always going to be a problem. But there's enough money in college sports that we can deal with a lot of these things by just letting players make money off of who they are. They're still amateurs, but, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, I always think it's funny, for example, like Olympians are amateurs, right? <laughs> amateurs. Well, not, not, the, not the NBA players with basketball so, so we could kick the world's ass. Because, you know, the U.S. did that just for fun um, or whatever, right? The level of playing field. But think about all the people that are involved in the Olympics that are considered amateurs that can make money based on their likeness. Well, if college athletes are amateurs, then let them make money off their likeness. I'm totally okay with it. You just you have to have some controls, some checks, some balances. But, you know, if you believe $100 handshake sort of thing, then, you know, you're turning a blind eye. So, to me, get it above board. Get it where it's legitimized. Get it where you have some controls. And stop going after people for eating a cream cheese freaking bagel. Exactly. You know what I mean? Let go. There's too many things that the NCAA, Let it go. There's too many things that the NCAA are bastards about when it comes to. You'll see these stories where an athlete has, you know, like a parent that's sick, so they want to transfer to a school that's near their, you know, their mom or dad or whatever, and they lose eligibility. I mean, some of the things the NCAA does, you're just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, such you know, uh, and it, there's just there's so much money. Uh, there's so much. There's so many layers to it. I just, you know, it's one thing if kids are just moving all over the place just because they want to, but there's plenty of money to be made. The NCAA will still make a ton of money. The schools will still make a ton of money. It's just finding different ways to incentivize things for student-athletes and then to share some of that with other student-athletes. I think it's doable, but you have to change the model. You have to change the system, and I hope that they do. So good on California. Even if you don't ag- agree with what's happening in California or New York, that's okay. Don't agree with it. Hate it if you want. That's all right. But to shake it up, to change the model, to force the hand, I think is I- I'm a fan. I'm a proponent, and I hope those things happen because uh, there's enough money in college athletics, big-time college basketball, college football, to help support and prop up not only those players – but other programs, other sports, other student athletes. All of it doesn't have to be channeled to, you know, your football and basketball coaches and your football and basketball programs and your football and basketball facilities. There's enough money that can be uh, moved around. The athletes deserve some of it. Uh, if you're if you're skilled enough and famous enough that you are recruited and play for Ohio State, good for you. You should be able to make money off your likeness. I don't know how they handle it with video games. That's a different issue. But just the ability to go into your neighborhood, go into your community, or do a do an ad, I don't care. Make money off of who you are. Capitalize on that. Because most of the people that play college athletics aren't going to be pros. And if that helps them offset the cost of college or help pay for their room, uh, room and board, or helps, you know, whatever it is, or helps gives them some spending money to get through school, or maybe keep some some student athletes in school 
or helps keep some of the, the better or the more elite student athletes in school for another year, that's a win, dude. That's a win, as far as I'm concerned. So, soapbox, I'm off it now. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's all good. Yeah. So there you go. Inadvertent. Holy crap, an hour on almost all college athletics and sports and news and like randomness. All right. So Incredible. I guess we'll take a break and yes. come back to NFL. Shannon's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a, let's take a pause. Uh, keywords. Uh, look, as always, if you want to track us down, man, keywords are sports and brew. Easy to remember. It's only two words, dude. If you can remember FU, you can remember sports brew. You know what I'm saying? Easy peasy. <laughs> it is. We're not expletives, although we might well use, played, sir. We might use an occasional expletive, but that's okay. Um, occasional. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> occasional. Just saying. Eat shit, wolf. Exactly. <laughs> hey, he's not here to defend himself. Come on. Bring dude. me one Correct. of those chickens. Fucking cool. Bring me one of them chickens. Hey, man. You got any hell? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> but uh, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us, as always, home feed on Podbean, loudsportscaster.com, uh, obviously on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, a lot of other services, too, that pick up on the feed and run it. But keywords are sports and brew on Twitter, on Facebook. You can track us down, man. BS. We're always happy to have some fun with people. Um, why not? But, uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll just focus on NFL and maybe some other goofy stories. We'll shut it down and then get on out, man. Uh, but we're the Sports Brew, and we'll be back in just a moment. Whoop, whoop. Yes, sir. Time to crank up part two of this episode of the Sports Brew. Enjoy. All right. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and exceed my uh, normal quota for the night because I think uh, segment two deserves a fresh beer. So also three-notched, but I'm having the 40-mile-to-the-border Agave IPA, a collab with O'Connor Brewing. Yeah, man, 7%. It's a tasty beer, buddy. El Guapo. <laughs> so I'll knock that one back just for fun. So look, man, um, you know, we can talk about a, a lot of games from NFL Week 2, and obviously Week 3 has started and we got that. <laughs> The Titans being the Titans. Good job, Tennessee. Um, they just suck, bitches. <laughs> you know, years ago, I used to hate picking anything Jaguars related because I always felt like they effed me. <laughs> it didn't matter. Do you remember the Maxim Pick'em Challenge? I loved that. That was my favorite Pick'em. Yeah. That's going back. Um, yeah. And I think you had, like, you started off with, like, a million dollars or something like that. And so you would bet, you know, 100000 or 200000 or whatever it was on the games so that was kind of a fun pick em. and if there was any team that continually screwed me it was jacksonville so for years i had this bias against them because I, I could never get them right and you know what it still holds the damn form <laughs> it still does dude jacksonville still hoses me like a decade later it's just amazing but uh anyway so crack you know pop the tops and a freshie so we have a couple of things to get to, and I guess we might as well do this too. <laughs> might as well, man. Let's drop. Let's drop an RIP, man. A couple of RIPs. I'm feeling it. Number right. one, Eddie Money. Two, oh man. 
Two tickets to paradise. I didn't know that was gonna. I didn't know that was gonna include Eddie Money and Rick Okazic. Okay, I didn't know. Holy cow! That's cold, isn't it? Yeah. From the cars. There you go. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. I think I did. But Eddie Money, two tickets to paradise, man. And you know what? Actually, this is probably this is uh, two tickets to paradise is fun. But like I'm a I'm a bigger proponent of the take me home tonight. That's my Eddie Money jam right there, man. Yes, yes. That's my Eddie Money jam. I love yes. that one. Love that one. So we'll raise a glass to both Eddie Money and uh, Rick Okazic from the Cars. Cheers. Thanks for the yes. memories. Thanks for the fun. Thanks for the music. Uh, certainly the cars were absolutely part of the soundtrack of MTV and VH1 and the eight, you know what I mean? I mean, there, that was an era. And much like I like my cocktails, you know, or we, James Bonnet, James Bonnet, man, shake it, not stirred, right? Yes. <laughs> shake, shake it up, baby. <laughs> and that, and that bush light back in high school, <laughs> just what I needed, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> And we are the sports brew, so you know we're gonna let the good times roll. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, might as well have some fun, man. Man, holy moly! But if we're talking about football, you know, somebody, somebody somewhere, there's the drive, right? Yeah, that sounds pretty mellow. Mm. But rest in peace, gentlemen. Rest in peace. Thanks for the music, the memories, and the fun. And to whatever is in the great beyond, enjoy the trip. Mm. And I do have a RAP as well. Do you? All right, what you got? The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers season. <laughs> <laughs> ben Roethlisberger's elbow. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Woo! Boy, sorry, Bethany. <laughs> sorry, y'all. Fire on that, that was, one. That was that was a little that was hashtag savage. <laughs> Jeez. Thing is, that's probably gonna come bite me in the ass this weekend since the Niners played the Steelers. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, look, they got Minka Fitzpatrick. I still think that's an interesting trade. After Roethlisberger's injury, I mean, to essentially cough up a first-round pick. This is not. This is not, you know, a matter of downplaying what Minka Fitzpatrick's value may be to them. But they either have a lot of confidence in Mason Rudolph, or they believe Roethlisberger will come back. But I, I don't remember if, if if Ben is 37 or 38. I'd have to look up his date of birth. 38. But I mean, that's a big thing. I don't know if he's ever going to be the same. You know, he's taken he's, he's not. He's taken a lot of hits. Um, and Pittsburgh was clearly I mean, think about how different Pittsburgh is. No Le'Veon Bell, no A B. Now granted, I know there was a lot of drama with those guys. I totally get that. I, I understand. But you know, we talked about it the other week and it's like, you know, Pittsburgh's this inter- interesting team. You look back and think about what they had and the players that they had, and I think it's fair to say they underachieved for the amount of talent and the the collection of players that they had. Did they they get some Super Bowls? Of course they did. Did they have really good teams? Of course they did. 
But did they accomplish everything they they should have? Probably not. Yeah, and I you apologize. Know. He's actually thirty seven. All right, so. but he would be thirty eight trying to come back off of. You know, uh, the, next year, yes, yeah. he'll be thirty eight. So, and that's a big ask. That's a big ask, and it's just odd, man. The Chargers don't look fantastic at this point, but it, just think about what's happening with that era. We're in a we're we're in a huge transitional transitional period. I mean, Drew Brees is close to the end. Tom Brady seems like he'll just play forever. Good for him, I guess. It's all the avocado toast and or avocado yeah. ice cream or whatever it is, <laughs> you know. But I mean, we're probably I would I would think we're realistically at the end for Eli Manning for Big Ben and maybe Breeze has this year but we'll have to see how we you know what happens with this thumb injury and can he come back and can he be effective and can he close out his career strong I mean it, it it's it's a big ask and who knows how much longer Philip Rivers can play so we're at a very very interesting period of time in the NFL we're looking at a lot of potential turnover I mean we had luck for Tyre out of the blue uh, Cam Newton, I mean, God bless that guy. I mean, they had fourth and short, and Cam Newton doesn't quarterback sneak it, quarterback keep it, nothing. They do a wildcat thing. You know, like, what the hell That's is that? Crazy. You know, um, I mean, he's not right. Shoulder, no, foot, whatever not. it is, he's not right. And you're hearing, I mean, I don't I don't know that he's practiced at all this week. Um, he's not starting this week. Yeah, um, I mean. Kyle Allen's going to start yeah. for him. Apparently he re-injured, re-aggravated that sprained foot against yeah. the Rams. Well, if he can't plant, if he can't plant and can't throw, I mean, you got the shoulder thing and you got a foot thing. That guy, I mean, he's not right. So we I, saw how ugly those throws were against Tampa Bay. Oh, he had a lot of just overthrows, underthrows, not even accurate. He just couldn't play. No, he's not the same player. He's not. He's lost the physicality. The you know, I'm not saying that he he threw the prettiest set of balls in the world, but <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Shannon, that, I said that specifically for you. You said <laughs> balls. Thanks, um, sir. But I mean, he you know he it's clear it's abundantly clear that he's not right. Eighth straight loss. That loss of the Panthers, by the way, was the eighth straight loss with Cam Newton under center. He was 21 of 55, no touchdowns, and it was a fourth and one from the two. And they ran the Wildcat. And think about this. He has more rushing touchdowns than any other quarterback in the NFL. And this year, he has minus two yards on five carries with two fumbles. He's not the same guy. And I don't know if he ever will be again. You can look at that situation, and we can make fun of, you know, he wears crazy outfits, and people like, you know, Medea, people are dropping Medea blasts on him left and right. And it's funny. I, la- I laugh at that stuff. But from a pure football standpoint, he's not the same guy. Not hurt. And it, it's just it's just a shame. I don't you know, I never really penciled him in for having a, a particularly long career. Um, but he's a he's a shadow. He's a ghost. You know, he may never be the same guy. And he could I, I would not harbor any football fan resentment if he went the Andrew Luck route and was like, you know what? I'm done. I wouldn't I mean, su- get, go ahead. I'm saying I'm thinking based on the 
beating he has taken over the years because of his physical style of play. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about a player who's what, like, what was he 30, like in his early 30s, and yet he's probably physically more like someone in his 40s because of just all the beatings he's taken over the years. He's 30. He was he was born yeah. in 89. Oh my god. Uh, six five two forty five, thirty years old. Oh so God. he's what nine, you know, eight nine years in, but he's not the same guy. And I mean, yeah, uh, he's taken a lot of punishment. He's, he took a lot of abuse, and yeah, look, Russell Wilson thirty, Andrew Luck thirty, Cam Newton thirty. Russell Wilson is fine. He's got plenty of ball left in him. Andrew Luck at this point retired, gone, and we'll see what Cam Newton does. He's yes, yeah, his ninth year in the NFL, but he's not the same guy. And, I mean, if, if fourth and short <laughs> doesn't tell you that, Ant, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what else you want. It's one yeah. thing for Adam Vinatieri to be at the end. I mean, I, I think that guy's been kicking in the NFL since, not, like, 1996 or something obscenely ridiculous. Like, uh, I think Adam Vinatieri's been playing long enough that he's, like, <laughs> almost back to, like, the origination of fantasy football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, widespread. Uh, and the internet. I mean, he, you know, he was kicking since they were still shipping AOL discs out to people. Hey, look, um, man. If there's one guy that's bought time to get your uh, stuff in gear, that man has. Oh no! I mean, I think it's I think it's reasonable to give him some latitude. Uh, but uh, he yeah. he's missed five field goals through two games, which is more than he's missed in like eight of his twenty-two full seasons. Which is crazy. Um, and for him, you know what? At the end of the day, whatever happens, if he's done, and he's got to make that decision, if he can't yeah. correct it and get himself out of the funk, if he's legitimately done, then people won't remember the end as much as they will remember the game-ending kicks in multiple Super Bowls. It's, But as far as this season, it's not about who he was. It's about who he is now. Uh, but I don't think anybody will hold the end of his career against him. I mean, he has been mm. playing. He he has been in the league forever. He's essentially had like two Hall of Fame careers. Uh, yeah, you know, think about yeah, that. that. That's that incredible. dude is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he is. He is longevity, productivity, signature moments, big kicks, crazy clutch. If it's the end for Adam Vinatieri, uh, I'd raise a glass. He's had a he's had a one hell of a career. But I do think the Colts will give him some latitude to get himself out of the funk. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, does it happen? I we'll mean, see. No, I, I would say after this week, you know, you usually think most teams will just kick their uh, kicker to the curb. But this guy's earned some latitude. So uh, let's see what happens. Side note, just because I got distracted for a second, uh, Sarah was texting me. Um, sounds like uh, obviously they're going to be at St. Mary's tonight, but it sounds Everything like okay. Yeah, so um, they want to observe her and make sure the infection doesn't get worse and spread to the bloodstream. And it sounds like she might be in the hospital tomorrow night too. Yikes, baby bear, heal up! My God, that's crazy. Wow. Sports crew may be uh, making an appearance at St. Mary's tomorrow night. I think we, Shannon, you won't have to bring Funyuns. No, you bring Funyuns for me. I may bring some Funyuns yeah. for you, bro. <laughs> bring Funyuns for me, dude. <laughs> I will bring some Funyuns, and I may bring a a baby bear for baby bear. Hey, so never know. So, 
we'll we'll follow up with that and get that squared away. But uh, yeah, I guess that's the next couple of days. It's going to be making sure she's okay and and she's right. And somebody has a birthday coming up too. So. I know, I know, I know. It's my Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy here, man. Forty-two. I can't believe forty-two, my man. I know. I can't believe it'll be forty-two. It's freaking crazy. That's um, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind it's of. a bunch of bullshit, man. Hey, You're man. not 42. <laughs> Bro, I'm making references to AOL discs. I'm I'm pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all right, man. It's okay. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. But I'm a little Leroy Jenkins at this point. Yeah. So you sound you sound like you might be a, a, a tad a hammered. A <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh oh. You know, 12, 30 percent, 11, 12, 30 percent. So. Bro, 30 percent? Shannon's living in the damn danger zone. 13, 13, hmm. sorry. I could swear I you said 30%. 30. Did you say 13? I thought it was like 30 percent. Christ, dude. Nah, bro. nah. <laughs> nah. No, no Kenny Loggins here. But <laughs> yes, probably Kenny Loggins. Oh, Chloe was dropping Kenny Log outs the other day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 all right I, you you gotta drop the story dude you, you done yeah I, I, no man I, that's on you my man all right that's all right a, all right all right all right so it, man, you know shannon. really it is a bunch of shit but yes oh it my is. lord shannon all right so uh, <laughs> uh, uh you know chloe is she's three chloe is wonderful she doesn't like to poop so she she holds her poop and then every once in a while, she just drops, like, massive loads. So she totally dropped a Jimungo-ass load that, you know, broke the surface level of the water in the toilet. And I was like, my God. And that, it took five flushes to get that bad boy to go away. That thing that thing was a beast. <laughs> that thing was an absolute beast. I'm like, how does a three-year-old drop that? So obviously I shared it with... Um, you know, the sports brew, and somehow it turned into Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, and all kinds of stupidity. So, good times, man. <laughs> good times. So, all right, let, let's rewind back to football. Uh, Hold on. What? 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 You don't have any Mr. Hanky Christmas poo, like, song, songification for us? <laughs> no. No? But, but if that's a special request, I mean, I guess I'll cue I mean- it. Come on, man. You gotta have something. And we all know Frosty, who's made out of snow. But all of those stories seem kind of gay. Because we all know who brightens up our holiday. Yep. Nothing like poop. This is for you, Shannon. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Small and brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes. Squeezing tween your festive buns, a present from down below, spreading joy with a howdy ho. He's seen the love inside of you, cause he's a piece of poo. Sometimes he's nutty, sometimes he's corny, he can be brown or greenish brown. But if you eat fiber on Christmas Eve, he might come to your town. Mr. Hanky, it's Christmas. Shannon, you know what you get? This is a classic one just for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Pinching off a loaf there, big yeah. boy. Pinching off a loaf, baby. 
I think that's from like the first year of of, of oh my recording. Oh dude. Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York Jets. <laughs> that's right. Some fucking slap this. Let's make sure we. That's play right. Captain, something captain, something captain. I don't know. Do you really want to play like the Jets right now? Seriously. Because <laughs> that's how they're playing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Well. Jeez, that poo. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's still one of my all-time favorites. We're in the basement, and he doesn't realize we're recording. Oh no! If you're dropping G-Stat poos, man, you better not be rocking the songs. I'm just saying, man. You know what's more appropriate, probably for Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo? It's not the thong song. Probably the rum shaker. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. There you go. <laughs> Here comes the bacon. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. Well, that was. Yeah, dude, you gotta let the thong song go. You, with the thong song, you want the more than? Yeah, you gotta let that go. You gotta let that roll. Oh God, Seriously. man. Come on, Pardon. man. Click, 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 poo, buddy. Click, click, poo. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I like how Mark sent us a random Facebook message at 1.20 in the morning. You guys still recording? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Uh, yes. I don't, know if, I don't know if he's gonna randomly show up. He might. He might show up. He might show up just in time. That would to... be fucking phenomenal. Sorry for the f bomb. Well, look, he he needs to be able to say you know bye 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 to Eli Manning, doesn't he? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> This is what is happens. This a podcast or a roast? I don't this know. This is what happens when I play around in the in the in, in the playlist, and I'm like, "Oh, you look at that song! Look at this song! Oh, great! Woo!" You get all this stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's rewind real quick. Back to the actual games uh, before we just devolve into some gigantic stack of stupidity. Oh. T- too late. too late. Too late. We haven't done that already. <laughs> Too late. say we haven't done that already. <laughs> of course we have. So, man, I still think it's wild to think of the Steelers, and we do have a lot of friends that are Steelers fans, and it is pretty wild. I, you know, again, the trade, the first round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick, is a. I don't know. I don't want to call it stupid, but it's a pretty bold move, because. If they're going to suck, if they suck this year, right, if it's a downhill, downward trend, downward spiral of fail, that could be a, a very, very valuable pick. So it's interesting to me that they spend it on, essentially on defense, and Fitzpatrick's a, a, arguably a good player, okay, regardless of how atrocious Miami has looked this year, and they've looked terrible, mm-hmm. clearly. 
but that's a lot of ammunition for drafting a quarterback. So they either need to be very confident in Mason Rudolph or that Big Ben's going to be able to come back at age 38 after elbow surgery and have a year or two left in him. And we joke around about Tom Brady, but that guy takes exquisite care of his body. I don't think anybody looks at Big Ben and goes, that guy's doing yoga, eating the avocado toast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no problem with fat man quarterbacks, okay? Zero. I totally get it. All right? But certainly at the tail end of a career, (laughs) you'd think that the number of hits and then just what he is is going to make it a lot harder for him to recover and come back. I don't know that anybody's like, man, Big Ben, that workout regimen, on point. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. Well, and the type of surgery he's going to have, I mean, they're talking about Tommy John surgery or a form of it, and usually with pitchers in baseball, it usually takes them two, maybe three seasons before they're even Mm -hmm. close to what they were before they had the surgery. I granted, with a quarterback, it's different because they're not using, they're not doing that same arm motion as much as a pitcher would be but still that's unknown uncharted territory you don't really know what you're gonna get oh it's, it's there's just, mark just... oh here we oh, go let's see oh yeah keep going randy let's, go. let's see if we can Hold get on. let's see if we can get oh no, not whitfield let's see if we can... <laughs> no, no, no. No. give it a second no whitfield Wait. oh oh let's see Hold on. Oh, i think we got him let's see if that that air being bitch ass if that noisy <laughs> air conditioner <laughs> is problematic let's see there he is harsh oh <laughs> what up brother what up fools man we actually spent the first segment talking about college football it was crazy creepy it was almost it, like it, it was crazy yeah it was almost like we knew that you might show up for segment two so we we could gloss up and give some knob slob love to eli on his exit slide <laughs> you know, so that's good. And I hear the air conditioner, but it's manageable. All right. I mean, it sounds like a little like, you know, per, like you have a personal fan blowing at you. You know what I'm right. saying? That's that's what I figured. Yeah, it's 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 there, but it's not atrocious. I mean, it's okay. not like we're looking at Whitfield. So, yeah, which is, that's this is true. <laughs> yeah. You didn't however, Mark, you did miss the thong song. We did break that out. Oh, oh, you gotta break that out for him. Come on, <laughs> really? You want that to show yes. back up? Yes, uh, uh, you got to for uh, Mark. Uh, Come on, you're needy when you're drunk. Yeah, Shannon, that's what she said. <laughs> Shannon is pretty needy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thong song, Cisco. You want it? You got it. There it is. There you go. <laughs> Somehow we had a conversation about poop, the D-stat fart, and the thong song. Why that's relevant or why that's critical in this podcast, I have no idea, but it happened. When is it ever? (laughs) It's not. It's not. (laughs) This is probably the more appropriate song for what the second part of this podcast is. Help. Help. (laughs) And that's okay, too. Basically. Yeah, whatever. Much yes. <laughs> much, much yes. Side note, you know who you know who does need help? My God. Every official that's doing a Saints game, can y'all just, I don't know, slow your roll a little bit? <laughs> Something? 
is there, is there, I know. Is there any any team that's more snake bit from officiating than the damn New Orleans Saints? Can y'all not be so quick to blow it? <laughs> look, <laughs> look. It's it, it's one thing for y'all to. What was that? It was it that Redskins Panthers game. Oh, right? you were pissed. Oh, I was livid. Just since you were there. <laughs> yes, because I was actually at that game. And they blew that effing whistle, bro. I was pissed. I don't even remember what the hell the play was anymore. I just know they blew a whistle and ruined something. It was a D'Angelo Williams touchdown run. They, you heard a whistle blow, and then all the defensive uh, players stopped. And Williams just walked into the end zone. And they let that it go. It's the hour-long uh, rant that I remember. Yeah, yeah that's the, about right. When, Car- when Cap went to the Carolina <laughs> Redskins game, was, the first hour was, was him pissed off. I was pissed. I was legit yeah, pissed. Thank, thank, yeah. thank God McNabb didn't show up, but I mean, otherwise. Oh, shit. my God. Oh, that would have been another extra 30 minutes on that one. At least. At, at a minimum. At, <laughs> hey, let's not find out. Hey, McNabb. <laughs> I won't. Ready, I, like, I won't. Hey, look, Mark. I won't. I won't moving, do that. Guys, let's keep moving. I won't do that. No. Can't do it. We won't do it live. <laughs> Can't do it live. No. No. Donovan McNabb. No, but I, I, I was watching the game. It, it's so infuriating because I mean, I mean, I know it's 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 the obvious, but like, why? Why are you inserting yourself here? You let the what she say. It, well said. <laughs> you let the freaking play play out. There's no reason to insert yourself here. If it's right, if it, if it truly was just a you know uh, a incomplete pass, it will sort itself out. It can be fixed. But you fucking screw the Saints so hard, and uh, it's just yeah they they've, they've I mean Pey- Peyton Peyton was calm about know, all, all things considered. I mean he, well not, not even just all things considered he was. I would have been freaking livid. Well, I mean at some point aren't you like really? I mean, he's pissed, but like, what is he going to do about it? Yeah, you, you, you can't. Know? You can't do it. I mean, you're just like, you guys are going to get you. I mean, I hope the ref who did it got chewed out, and um, yeah, but 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 yeah. What I mean, what's you, you can't fix it. No, and we know that now, so it's it's great. We just we get screwed again. Now, um, I mean, I, I don't know how. The, I don't. You know, it's like one of those things that's really tough because I mean, who knows if Breeze still gets hurt in the course of the game? I mean, you never know. Does it change the rest of it? I mean, who knows, right? I mean, that's a fluke injury. But the, the official, I mean, just like, come on, dude. Just play it out. Play it out and review it. Play it out and review it. Choke can, on. Can you, oh, I, was just gonna, I was off topic kind of. I was going to say, can you reverse reverse my trade so I can get Kittle back and give the guy uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas back? Because uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, well, you know. Why the hell would you trade Kittle? Well, he, wanted Michael, Thomas, he wanted Michael I mean, Thomas. Basically, the trade. Come on now, come on. With yeah, a, with, with a, with a, <laughs> yeah. It's like Karma just bit you in the ass on that one. With a with a healthy breeze, that was. I That's a different story. A great I deal. But but now you know, Thomas Thomas is skilled enough. I mean, of course, especially having a great last name like that, um, he'll he'll keep getting touches. But yeah, his value is with Breeze. That's pretty painful. Well, we'll see what they look like. I mean, obviously, he has a week to prepare. You know, it, it, it's a different deal. I mean, what their game plan is with Breeze is going to be different than what their game plan is with 
you know, Taysom Hill or, or Teddy Bridgewater. Neither one of those guys is the same. I mean, anywhere near the same caliber as Drew Brees. We know that. But they will game plan differently, and they will maximize what they do well. So we'll see. Uh, but, I mean, the likelihood that Michael Thomas is as productive with those two guys is obviously much lower. So it's a little bit of a hit for you. Um, but, oh, well, bro, that's, that's, that's football, brother. <laughs> It, it, it is. It is. You just need to. Yeah, sur- you just need to hope that Breeze comes back in eh, six weeks, and you have a late season push, and, and Thomas just yeah. lights it up. I mean, I honestly, so. all kidding aside, fantasy football aside, that division is crap. I mean, Tampa Bay's a mess. Carolina's a mess. Atlanta, for whatever reason, can beat can beat the Eagles, but sucks versus everybody else. So, I mean, New Orleans might if if they can go like you know if they can win two of four. If they if they go five hundred, dude, they're fine. But I right. I think they have to win at least two. If they can yeah. somehow find a way to win two of the two of the next four, and there might be a bye week in there, I'd, I'd have to look at their schedule. Um, but if Breeze comes back and he's on point, they can make a push on the on the on the, the, the you know latter chunk of the season. And all they need to be is a wild card. That's it. Sure. Get in. No, I, I I think the Saints the Saints are still alive, and I mean I'll say one one that's uh, I'm I'm a little little biased from 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 my my new new family, but like mm-hmm. I don't think the Steelers are toast. I'm not pretending they're in good shape. I I recognize they're not remotely in good shape, but I didn't hate what I saw out of Rudolph. Um, I think that you know if if Connor who who I don't think is is quite found his form yet but um if he Has can not. find his his, his 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 form um i don't know i mean it's a, it's a tough schedule to start off with they started against the patriots and then the seahawks and i think even this week they've got a, a somewhat tough opponent i can't remember who um but uh it, it was a tough tough schedule to start the season with but I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I, I have high hopes for them, but I'm just saying I think that uh, a lot of people that we spoke to while I was in Outer Banks, family, friends, and things like that, who are all mm-hmm. big Steelers fans, were all like, season's toast, season's toast. And I was like, not quite yet. Uh, it's, it's on life support. I recognize that. Yeah. But, I mean, Ben, well, ben was looking a little slow. I'm not. He did not have a strong start that, to the season. He did not. No, he didn't. So, I, 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 I'm not, I mean, I'm not pretending that, that's, you know, Mason Rudolph is, is a better quarterback than Ben or that, that somehow they're getting a better situation. But I also, I don't think that they're tossing them out in the garbage. They're going to go, you know, 2 and 14 or something like that. No, the, the likelihood that they're that bad is pretty low. But um, I would think that for them to have made that move for Mika Fitzpatrick, they either have to have a fair amount of confidence in what Mason Rudolph can be or what the team can turn into over the course of the season. That or they have to have some degree of confidence that Big Ben can actually return from this injury and be productive. But, I mean, he's going to be 38. And clearly, you know, we're at the point, and, and obviously we might rehash a couple of things only because Mark's with us now, but – you know, we're clearly at a, at, a, at a very, very heavy transitional phase in the NFL with quarterbacks. Eli, Breeze, you know, Phillip Rivers is, is close, Big Ben. You got a lot of people that, and Lord knows with Cam Newton's injuries, who knows, he might pull an Andrew Luck and be like, I'm good, peace out. You know, I mean, you just it's hard to know. It's tough, dude. It's real tough. So... I don't have a high degree of confidence that the Steelers are going to be good, but I think organizationally, football culture, 
if Rudolph is at least decent, they will be competitive and they will fight. But uh, we talked about it the other week, how, they ha- how, they- how they've had some slow starts. So I certainly wouldn't hold that against Big Ben per se, but... You know, a lot of transition. No Le'Veon Bell, no AB, now no Big Ben. So the Killer Bees era is is like, you know, vomino. You know what I mean? It's, it's done, y'all. It's over. Um, which is weird. And I, I still think, you know, they kind of squandered a decade. I mean, they should have done more than they did. They should have accomplished more than they did. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't, didn't they lose? Wasn't that the Tebow game in the playoffs? That crazy, weird playoff game where like Tebow was atrocious, but like made one crazy pass like late. I think <laughs> and they, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it was I, the first play of overtime actually yeah. that ended up. And I want to say they lost to the very end stage Peyton Manning when he had the wounded duck. And they had they they they've had a couple of other you know real rough like playoff losses. Oh, Blake Bortles. They lost to Bortles. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, had, they had a couple things, man. Uh, then they had a few years that they didn't make it. So I don't know. I, I still think that the last decade of the Steelers, that we're going to look back in five or ten years and be like, oh, my God, man, they should have just done more than they did. But maybe you're right, Mark. Maybe uh, Mason Rudolph will exceed expectations. Connor will pick it up. And I like Connor. Uh, I don't I don't have any feelings one way or the other about Mason Rudolph, so if he can figure it out, good for him. Uh, they still have some talent, and I'd, I'd like to believe that they can right the ship and at least be competitive. Yeah, I, I hope so too, because I mean, I think your, your last point is, is, is phenomenally accurate, and, and, and it, it is, it, I mean, again, I'm now a Steelers fan by, by, by marriage. I know, it's okay. I'm a UVA fan by marriage, so it's all right. Of course, you know, so, you know it's, it's what we do. Hey, and my wife, my wife loves sharing this, and I appreciate it because it's very accurate. But I mean, it, you know, she she does love sports enough genuinely that it was it was a part of our vow. So I mean, it's it's a it was a that was cute. <laughs> it's very deep and and genuine. She she's taking on my teams, but uh, anyway, I, I'm just I was that's just to say that I can't pretend that I was like a super diehard or super close you know watcher of the Steelers until we were married. But I mean, obviously, I'm football fan enough that i watch it all a bit but i'm watching a lot closer now and yeah it's it's hard to look at what the steelers have had the last you know five to ten years and be like how do they not have more mm-hmm. uh, how have they not had more success with the weapons they've had on on both sides of the ball um but especially on offense um so no i i think they i, I think you can make a pretty credible argument that they've underachieved you now whether that you know gets thrown on tomlin or you know, Ben or whatever. I, I don't know. People can argue about it all they want. I, I, but I do think it's reasonable to say that they have, they've underachieved. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a shame, but at, at least they have some rings to show for it. They didn't go ring less. No, no, absolutely not. And, and, um, and, and yeah, I mean, I think, think they certainly still have, uh, and, and Connor and Juju two phenomenal talents. Um, I mean, love Juju. Love Juju. Um, Great guy. Yeah. Got got rid of the uh, got rid of the the, the clear now man who's now made himself the clear jackass of the situation. Uh, so uh, yeah, kept kept the good good one around. Uh, Juju, 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 hopefully will stay a Steeler staple for a long time. Hopefully, I did love AB jumping into the stands though. I thought that was great. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed that. I know we just spent uh, several minutes talking about the Steelers and the and the pains that they're having. So I think that's a great way to transition in, into the Baltimore Ravens. 
who survived the Arizona Cardinals 23-17. But what's most critical about uh, what's happening with the Ravens right now is the evolution of Lamar Jackson. Um, from last year to this year, obviously last year it was probably realistically that was more of a Flacco designed offense. Uh, you have the growth of Lamar from last year to this year. You have an offense that's tailored to him from last year to this year. That dude, Lamar Jackson threw for 272 yards, two touchdowns, and he ran for 120 yards as the Ravens beat the Cardinals 23-17. I know that doesn't sound like a phenomenal score. I get it. That's fine. But whether or not you think the Ravens are beating up on the little sisters of the poor, the thing is Lamar Jackson has made some money throws and some big plays. And I love the setup going into this game, Ravens and, you know, the Ravens and the Chiefs. That should be, I hope that's a fun football game. That's one I absolutely want to watch. But understand this, Lamar Jackson is the sixth quarterback since 1970 with 250 pass yards and 100 rush yards in a single game. That's a hell of a feat. And you have to respect his threat at this point. Like last year in the playoffs, you felt like you didn't have to respect his his arm. You know what I mean? Who he was as a quarterback. It's kind of like that, what the Packers did to the Bears in week one. We wanted Trubisky to play quarterback. We knew we'd beat him. Like that kind of deal. That was Lamar Jackson last year. Right. He, he murdered people on the ground, but if you got him to throw, it was like, whatever. I don't know that you can say that this year. And I know, yeah. again, the Dolphins are terrible. That's going to be the grain of salt. Anybody that beats up on the Dolphins, you're going to be like, well, the Dolphins are terrible. What do you want? That's like beating up on the Redskins. Well, you know, good for you. You should do that. Or, you know, or beating up on the Giants. Well, you know, you should do that, right? You should. I, well, I mean, come on, Mark. That defense is terrible. Let's wait until you see what Daniel Jones can do. I like Daniel Jones a lot. I do. I probably like him more than I should. But that that team's got that team's got some deficiencies. So I know. I, a, I know. a little surprised they went ahead and pulled the trigger now, but we'll get to that. But I, I like the setup for Lamar Jackson and what they've done and the progression that he's made. I'm a buyer. You know, I don't know what his legit ceiling is. I don't know you know, again, the caveat is that they've kind of beaten up on you know, the Dolphins are trash, and the Cardinals are feisty, but I don't know that I think they're a particularly good team. I can't give you but so much credit for anything you do against Detroit because Detroit is just – Lions do Lions things. But I'm I'm a buyer, and he's compelling, he's interesting, and he's made enough really kind of clutch on money, on point, difficult throws that I think his progression is legitimate. So they're going to be a fun follow over the year. Um, I think so good on them good on them Mark let me ask you I like Daniel Jones I've, I've said that before I like the upside the team's rough the defense is rough the offensive line is rough I love Saquon Barkley Ingram I think is a baller um, they obviously have some injuries to their skill position you know to the wide receivers they're not quite right I don't know if it's fair to hold that all against Eli but whether it's the timing we knew it was coming. Are you surprised at the timing of it? Um, that's, 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 there's a lot of layers to it. I know. Um, I know there is. I, 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 I stand by what I said from the get-go is what I still think should have been the way they played it out, which I recognize I'm looking at it from from the standpoint of knowing that there's 
the season is not going to go anywhere. I recognize that you know the ownership of the team can't look at it that way. They got to believe that all right, we're gonna try to make something happen now with the best players you got. And that's that's fine. I get that. Um, Daniel Jones alone is not gonna be able to fix the team if he started week one, week no. four, no. week ten, no, whatever. He's not. So to me, based on the fact that a the the the, the ills of this team are not due to Eli. They're, they're just not. Uh, they're, they're not. You look at what, what's primarily gone wrong for this team. It is the, yeah, the abysmal defense. Defense abysmal. Bad. It's fright, frighteningly Ooh. bad. Eli has nothing to do with that. Daniel Jones can't fix that. So, to me, it was have Eli, you know, because he's, he's earned it, start outs and, and get you through, I said, approximately week 10 to week 12. Mm-hmm. And then they let Daniel Jones... <laughs> play out the rest you have Eli play mentor I think he absolutely should be a, a fantastic mentor to Jones or to, to anybody and that's what should happen uh, I said what's what to me what's the point of throwing Daniel Jones to the Wolves early uh, you know far more often than not we're going to see a player do better if he is given a chance to get his sea legs under him you know, be mm-hmm. patient with him uh, we all saw what he did in preseason, liked it, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm very hopeful for the guy. And, and I mean, <laughs> I'm not the one that makes the decision. So, I mean, yes, of course, I'm going to be super rooting for the guy to, to do fantastically. Uh, but uh, do I think it's the right time? No. No, I mean, I can't say that I do. Uh, it, it just, again, I... Eli wasn't lighting up any scoreboards, but he's got so little to be playing with right now. Uh, the the best back in the league and one of the best backs the NFL seen in a long time. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled <laughs> that we have that guy. But outside of him, it's slim pickings. Ingram seems to be stepping up, and I'm glad that's what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rest of the receiving core is. Super thin, and with that defense again, they're they're going to be winning very few games this season. They're going to be competitive and not a lot of games. And <laughs> I, I, what, 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 I, I just don't see what's risking putting this rookie in there this early. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't really get it. But um, you know, like everybody else, it's it's going to be exciting to see. I, I'll be rooting my tail off for the guy and I, I hope it goes great for him tampa bay this weekend so that's an interesting and in, in tampa bay kind of an interesting first yeah. uh first matchup uh not not a I mean obviously not at all a top tier team decent no. defense decent um, defense i was i'm a little surprised to see you know the, the better uh side of me i saw that i think the starting line is a uh, tampa bay by seven which seems a little disrespectful but you know i, I <laughs> as bad as tampa bay is but you know, again, I recognize I'm a little biased. Um, I, I'm I'm not pretending like it should be a you know super close line, but that seems excessive to me. Uh, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, obviously, what Jones is going to do is is a, the the huge X factor. We don't know. I'm not pretending that he comes in and is you know lighting the world on fire. Um, but I, I of course I get that he, he brings a different dynamic. I mean, a fully different dynamic. I mean, it's, Duh, and, and and so it's it's going to be interesting to see, uh, yeah. Rando, side note: since you mentioned betting, I'm just curious your your reaction to this. This was an article, uh, September 19th. Patriots were minus 22 and a half 
to beat the Jets. Cowboys are at minus 21 and a half against the Dolphins. The last time you had two teams in the NFL favored to that degree was 87. It's a long time. Like 30 years, dude. Doesn't happen frequently. There was a gambler who put 89,000 bucks down on a two-team money line parlay on the Patriots and the Cowboys. Bet'll win them forty five hundred, which is a, a nice. I mean, that's a nice payday. But you, I mean, you, not, not risking that. Kind I of mean, money. but they're like, but sticking eighty. Like, what is like, what you know what I mean? Like, he's like, ah, eh, ninety thousand bucks. You know why not? I mean, yeah, forty five hundred is nice. But if you can drop eight ninety grand on that, I mean, they must have a lot of money to play with, right? Yeah. I, I mean. I mean, again, I mean, I, I, <laughs> obviously, we we can look at. it. I mean, how many how many injuries would it take? to you know the Cowboys <laughs> or the Patriots for that to lose it, 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 who knows it, it would have to be something obscene I mean, I mean those I, the, the lines Dolphins, are ridiculous dude are horrendous I get it but why it's still, I, I don't I mean, know. every every sentence there's no way I, I can't finish a sentence like trying do, to like defend it without saying dot 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 immediately why? off the top of your head do you know what the what the Dolphins point differential is this year through two games um, I, I know I've seen it. Isn't it? Uh, it's it's ninety. Ninety two. Yeah. A hundred two to ten. That that's what you're looking at. I mean, that's heinous. So gross. That's more than most teams have in an entire year. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, quality quality team will not have. No. That's uh, no. So uh, would you take out of curiosity? Would you put your money if you had to take one of the two teams? Would you put your money on the Cowboys or would you put your money on the Patriots? Cowboys, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. If you had to pick one, who would you put your money on and why? You're, you're, you're saying with the, with the, with that spread? Uh-huh. Uh, with that spread, uh, it pains me to say it, but the Cowboys. Um, I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not pretending that the Jets are uh, anything any kind of delight they're they're awful as well but uh it's been a long time since i've seen something as bad as the dolphins um i honestly i i usually don't do this because because i mean that as I've, I've i've probably said it many times before but the nfl as much as it pains me because it's my favorite sport as i think it is all of ours uh but it's it's by far my favorite sport to enjoy and watch uh it's probably in my personal opinion the hardest sport to to bet mm-hmm. because there's so much parody and it's it just really can be challenging to predict how a team shows up week in week out because uh there is so much parody and there's there's so much competition yep. uh but that being said with as horrendous as the dolphins have started looking i really tonight was thinking to myself about like should i just start looking at the dolphins every week and being like all right just just go like prop crazy on the Dolphins, like Dolphins to score under <laughs> X amount, uh, Dolphins to give up over X amount, things like that. I mean, there's some guys that do that in a lot of other sports, usually not in NFL, like baseballs, you know, with the, some of the bottom dweller you know, teams, some, some, some players, people will just say, all right, just track me. I'm just going to bet this every night, this team to score under X amount of runs, <laughs> things like that. Uh, but, I mean, the Dolphins might be worthy of, doing a run like that and seeing what it pans out to be it's i'm hard-pressed to think that if i did say all right i'm just gonna bet the dolphins and whatever their under is mm-hmm. under x amount of points every week 
it would it would turn out probably comfortably over like a six hundred one percentage. Uh, maybe I would I would think that. you would come out ahead. Yeah, hard pressed not to. Yeah. So, you know, the Patriots. I mean, obviously, I was <laughs> I was going to say if it hadn't been discussed already that you know, if, if you all have any thoughts on the people starting to say like, are they going to go sixteen and zero again this year? Um, but uh, but leaving that aside for the moment. I think between those two, just because I'm just looking at who's worse, I, I think the Cowboys and that spread. Um, I I think that people are probably already getting a little overly excited about the Cowboys. I'm not pretending they yeah, haven't you know, they done are. what they're supposed to what they're supposed to be doing, yeah. but that's just the nature of the game. Is, I mean, beating yeah, up on the Redskins, woohoo, good for you. Yeah, I feel like everybody loves to get a little <laughs> overly excited about the Cowboys so quickly. Um, oh yeah. But, but regardless, I, I, I see things to like there, of course. And, I mean, most anybody right now could beat up pretty comfortably on the Dolphins. So, uh, yeah, let's say let's say Cowboys 22.5. I, I think they win by 30-plus. The, the one, and they may. I mean, I would imagine it's it, – I think it's reasonable that both these teams handle, handle business. The one area I would give the Patriots an edge in is just sheer nasty football ruthlessness. True, that's the True. one thing. Like I could yeah. see, I could see the Cowboys if they got up on them, running the ball, kind of burning the clock. Whereas the Patriots, they might still be throwing the ball with like thirty seconds left in the game, just for just because they can. They want to yeah, practice. Right. They want to practice something <laughs> situational football. And right. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Belichick is like, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean. And, and, and- I remember, as a Redskins fan, I remember when the Patriots absolutely beat the hell out when Joe Gibbs came back. And I, I forget what the score was. I think I've largely blocked it out of my memory. But it was like, I mean, it was almost like football cruelty. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why are you doing Joe Gibbs dirty like that, man? Y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like dirty, dude. Um, but they're ruthless. You know, no, I mean, they, they're very they, much they, like, they, well, if you can't stop us, man, it's your fault. That's your problem. Right, we're, right. we're just gonna keep um, doing what we do, and I, I like. I think the Patriots are ruthless like that. I don't know that the Cowboys are, but I I like no. what they've done so far this season. But Miami is so terrible. Miami is so terrible. Because oh. it's just. I mean, I, I think the, the challenge. I mean, and and, and then the Jets are in. You know, it's, it's, it's a similar, for sure, super similar mm-hmm. uh, category. But like, ah, oh, God, it's just. I, and they're, I and they're so down to like, like some rando third string quarter. <sighs> I mean. I just say, like, when, you, when you look at those teams, you just think. I mean, if you're looking at their offense, like, Ugh. where are the points going to come from? I, I, that, that, that's just. I, I feel. I genuinely. Feel, I, I don't. I typically in most sports, in any sports, I don't like seeing like the just horrific cellar dweller teams. Yeah. Because I just I can't help but feel for their fans, and I, I just feel like, gosh, can you imagine like truly being a lifelong mm-hmm. Dolphin fan right now? Because. I, I I mean the, the, the Giants, the Giants haven't been a joy to watch right now, uh, but they're still they've got Barkley I, again. That that will be my uh, until until uh, hopefully that that never stops being uh, a guy on on the Giants because uh, whew, I'd be really sad to see him ever leave. But uh, cool. I can say well yeah maybe we're we're we're. Uh, Pretty abysmal team, horrific defense. Uh, not going to win probably more than maybe four games this year. But we've got Saquon Barkley. You <laughs> so do. That, that, gives, that gives me something to look just forward to. Just don't burn them um, up with the, unnecessary the, carries. Um, yeah, ex- exactly. So yeah, but true. Like, but like, e- the Eli's Dolphins. Got, Eli's like, got a no-trade clause, dude. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's not going anywhere. But, I, uh, I but think yeah, he's off and saying, like, what do, yeah. what do you look forward to right now? Nothing. Draft picks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they're burning it down, dude. They're burning it down. Yeah. Um, you know but it, I, I, I was going to say real quickly, uh, McGuffin mm-hmm. I talked about, which I think I think we may have lost uh, drunk, drug Guffin. Um, but uh, we, we talked about last week, I think the, the Patriots were 19 and a half point favorites against uh, the Dolphins and obviously covered that super easily. But mm-hmm. I, I still, I, I pretty much never will touch lines like that just because, again, repeating the same thing I've been saying that there, there's so much parody in the NFL and like you're saying typically teams have a you know sympathy meter or at least a what we don't need to keep on it's, putting the pet on the gas no, it's self-preservation so, it's, yeah, it, it's exactly. at some point you're and up enough you're like we're just Why? gonna you don't need to no we're just so, gonna burn the clock out and if you see that in games where other coaches like we we know you you got us you know what I mean? Like it happens yeah. where it clearly but, if one team is like, all right, we're going to bring it. The other team yeah. can't rise up to that level. Yeah. So, but, just, but, but as, as a better, yeah, I cringe every yeah. time that I've got a team that has like a, a two score you know, spread mm-hmm. and they're within that one score and say there's, you know, three and a half, four minutes left and the team that you need to not score has the ball. Uh, but again, the game is out of reach, but your bet isn't. You're like, I know what's coming. I just mm-hmm. basically know what's coming because, because again, why? There, there's there's no reason. I get it from the standpoint of there's no reason other than maybe like you know whatever pride's sake, but the game is well out of reach. They're going to play you know cushy defense. They're going to give up you know every 10, 15 yard you know everything in front of you, and the team is the the team you don't need to score is just going to you know get five, 10 yard dump offs over and over again, and then <laughs> you know finally you're like I know if the writing's on the wall. They're going to you know, score on third and seven inside the red zone, inside the 10, and your bet is screwed. Yeah, and bad beat. You, 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 your team dominated, did what they were supposed to do all game, but if they're within that one point, one score spread, you know what's coming. So, hey, man, so how many people do you think – look, I know a lot of people hate the Patriots. I totally get it. They've been good for so long. They're easy to hate, right? Evil empire level easy to hate, right? So, how many people like, from a real world and a fantasy and a casual fan are just like, please, for the love of God, let the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes face them again because they're the only ones that can take them down? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's that. I mean, I, I've already started circling that, looking at that. Yeah. God, I mean, Mahomes obviously is already, you know, seemingly back in the Mahomes form and, I mean, and without Tyreek Hill, which, I mean, that's adds a level of impressiveness spread, to it spread them all uh, around he's just so good and uh and i mean other than the highlights i really haven't actually caught uh too much of his games yet i, I definitely want to start tuning in more but uh um and I'm, I'm already you know obviously it's so so easy to have like early like fantasy season regret like i'm 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 not doing too hot <laughs> in, 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 my, in my fantasy and i feel like everywhere i looked like everybody was like beware buyer beware everybody's gonna over over you know uh overdo it on Mahomes. gonna gonna you know be willing to take him too early he's he's he's, he's not gonna be worth it and i recognize that we're only two weeks in but <laughs> i sure don't see any sign of letting up yet i don't know i'm uh, glad i drafted him in the brew league that's all i can say 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just annoyed myself because I just feel like I, I so was prepared to and ready to everywhere, but then I just started seeing all the prognosticators, all the quote-unquote you know, smart guys, Ben and Matthew Barry and everybody weeks. else are like, look, people are going to start you know, buying them in the first round. Don't do it. There's so many quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, there, there's plenty of decent quarterbacks. Nobody puts up anything like he does. <laughs> and and he's, he's – oh, goodness. Yeah, All I know I, is – is last week I had Mahomes and I had the Patriots defense and those two enough would have won me uh, a game. And again, people always hate talking about fantasy other than their teams and their leagues. So we'll keep <laughs> this to a minimum. But of I, course. but to have Mahomes and and the Patriots defense in one week, bro, filthy. That that was just that that's crazy yep. luck. That's crazy lucky and crazy filthy. And in our in our particular draft. Like all the players I wanted were gone, and I'm like, well, f it. If that's how it's gonna be, I'm right. at least getting a damn quarterback I want. <laughs> right. You right. know, and and that's how I rolled. And my team yeah. might end up sucking ass at the end of the year, but I for sure as hell will at least have some fun with Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. <laughs> Whereas I, I I just feel like I'm I'm stuck with my my across across my handful. Yeah, and I'll keep it super brief myself. Fantasy stuff, I get it. Um, but um. I've got like I've got Cam, I've got Kyler Murray, Cam, picked up bad news Lamar, right Jack, there. Lamar Jackson, and yeah, I don't I don't understand what's going on, Cam. Um, Injuries, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Foot, but, shoulder. Uh, he's he's not the same guy. I I no, he's not. I'd probably it's just shame. drop him and just move on. You, if you got Lamar Jackson, I'd probably just toss Cam aside and call it a day. Honestly, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And so, but I, I just I mean I, I I you know I I'm certainly on board with the impressiveness that I've seen out of Jackson so far, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it's, you still have to be a little nervous about like, is it really going to hold up? I mean, through, through an entire season. I'm it not might saying, not. I'm it not saying not. quite, quite the same pace, but I mean, uh, you know, you just don't want them to, to, to go all flacco on you. Um, mm. uh, and, and, uh, you know, same, same with the Ky- Kyler Murray. I mean, I, 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 I was not too keen on him. And obviously, you know the Cardinals as a team are yeah, they're pretty gross. Yeah, they're but, terrible. Uh, Ain't no pretty gross. They're terrible, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're terrible. But I mean, he he's 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 showing up. I mean, I, I I'm impressed with how well he's spreading spreading the ball around. Um, and uh, you know, I, it, it seems like maybe he'll be the quintessential, at least for right now, like phenomenal fantasy quarterback like maybe you know the, the team is going to be a dumpster fire uh which which is not surprising to anybody but uh eh. yeah well look um before this segment gets away from us there's a couple of things we should probably tighten up and circle sure. back around and just talk about number one i i, I will say this only because i wrote it in my notes and this is this is like dad joke level but I was talking about Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they're the hope for the anti-Patriots crowd to dethrone New England. And I believe the Kansas City Chiefs have Mahones. <laughs> it's like cojones I, with Mahomes, you, but yes. you know, I appreciate your dad jokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so well, well, well done. Okay, good. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. I didn't say it was good, but yeah, I did yeah, laugh. But it, it's 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 serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's manageable. Uh, by the way, I don't know if, if it, how many people would have had bets on Broncos and Bears, but the end of that game, like, like how screwy was all the stuff in between 
extra point, two point, this flag, that flag, and that garbage ass roughing the passer, and all this stupidity going on. The end of that game had to be torture if you were a Bears or a Bronco fan. I mean, the Bears ultimately get the win, but I mean, didn't that feel like both of those teams just should have lost and gone away? <laughs> you're, you're probably you know right. I mean? so, uh, yeah. the unfor- un- unfortunately, I, I wasn't. I wasn't tuned in for it. I was actually okay. having dinner, din- dinner at the Outer Banks. That, that was, was a better was, choice. Tra- believe tra- tra- me, tra- tracking it. But uh, <laughs> I, I certainly was super, you know, want- wanting the Bears to, to get the get the win, and um, so that was a confusing finish. Just just tracking it, I was like, what the hell is going on? But uh, yeah, you know, when. Uh, Pinheiro, I guess, because he's got yeah, God on his side. He uh, got it done, and uh, hey, good, good, uh, crazy finish. Mark, by the way, I think you're right. I think we lost McGuffin. He hasn't shown back up in a while. He must have <laughs> either his internet died or he fell out of his chair and fell asleep. And I, I think Randy's drunk, a drunk, drunk clock, and, and uh, yeah. number, number three is uh, looks like he's he's gone too. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. Randy Randy is like out. <laughs> like we're looking at a picture of Randy. He is like totally asleep. With his headphones on. Look at this dude. That is great. Oh, my God. Asleep last at the two, wheel. Last two standing. No, I got granted. I recognize <laughs> I have not been here the whole time. But No, still. that's okay. I, I think I think Shannon was finishing some GBS beers, and I think they may have, I think they may have worked him over. I think they did a number. He was, he'd yeah. been sitting in his chair kind of fidgeting with his collar and, like, eyes shut for about ten minutes. So oh, I no, he, no. I think he just had shut it down. That was it. Yeah. I um, hope he's not in like a heap on his floor, but no, uh, he no, might be. be funny. So the inner Packers fan in me loves this particular statistic. You know, I always think it's funny when they talk about uncatchable passes. They actually have a, a metric for this, right? This is the thing that people track. Um, Twenty-seven point eight percent of Mitch Trubisky's passes are rated as uncatchable. Wow. The only quarterback worse than that this season so far is Cam Newton. But he's coming off shoulder surgery and can't plant <laughs> with his foot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised at that. Not, not saying that I doubt it, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to me, when when I watched, cause, I mean, I, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I, I watched maybe a quarter, not even that, of the the Bears Broncos game. But mm-hmm. I certainly did watch Bears Week One against the Packers. I was frustrated at the play calling. Like it didn't seem like they were giving Trubisky a chance to open it up. Now I recognize that's not his his mo is for for like long term is to like be a air it out downfield right. you know super long kind of game. But it, at the same time, I mean, if you're in the NFL, you've got to allow your quarterback to be willing to throw more than five and ten yard outs, unless you either a just have zero faith in your line to protect the quarterback, which I don't think is the case there. Uh, or, or, I mean, B, if you just don't think that he's got the weapons to. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Allen Robinson. I think they've got some, some good pass catch and running backs and Cohen and Montgomery. They've got targets. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it just – I didn't understand all the play calling. And it seemed like the few times they they, they let it open it up a little bit, yeah, a little more success. Now, I'm not saying that somehow they, you know, should have dominated the Packers. Um but the defense was no, keeping them in it. They un- they they under they underwhelmed. Yeah. And some of that I think you you give credit to the Packers defense. Uh, I, I mean that was an ugly game. That was it an was, ugly game. It was super ugly. That was that was super, <laughs> on, that that was not a work of football art. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, no, it was not. No, it was it, not. It was Green not. Bay won one ugly, and, and <laughs> obviously sometimes it's, that's that's what it's got to be. At, like at, at um, the end of the day, a win's a win is a win, and however yeah. you get it, you got it. 
and they they were they were the right team to win. I mean, right. Bears, but out of two, <laughs> perhaps two pretty shitty performances, Green Bay's was certainly less a shitty. decent bit less shitty. So, <laughs> kudos. That's how you got to um, win. You were a decent. That sounds like that. That's like very Redskins. Y'all were a little <laughs> bit less shitty, and somehow, <laughs> except they don't get the win, but they were a yeah. little bit less shitty. <laughs> sounds like a very very <laughs> mediocre award show that should yes. happen. Like. The, you know, not quite as you know what you know what I think I think we should make that the sports brew yeah, like slightly less shitty award <laughs> like a very a very like unenthusiastic thumbs up for like yeah. you did it kind of you sort of succeeded <laughs> what is it is it the Razzies what's that that the, 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 the Razzies is like yeah like yeah. the worst movies I, I love um I can we can we just have the shitties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Can and, we make and, that I mean, work? Come on, we'll, we'll 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 really appreciate like anybody who shows up. Like I love, I think mm-hmm. uh, Halle Berry, obviously fucking enormous super superstar, but like she actually showed up to like get her Razzie for Catwoman. I'm like, you know what? If you're willing to show up and like no, good laugh for her. at yourself for being bad, good good on you. That's awesome. Like she she had like a whole speech and was totally like self deprecating about it. Like that's might awesome. as well have awesome. some fun with it. Have some fun with it. Uh, random side note: Do you know who has now, this is not including endorsements and off-the-field stuff. Do you know who is the all-time NFL contract, made the most money from NFL contracts? Again, not endorsements. This is purely NFL contracts. Who is number one in, in NFL history? Um, are they still in the league? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Debatable, according to Terry Bradshaw. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to assume it's a quarterback. It is a quarterback. Yeah. Tony Romo. Not Romo. Number two is Peyton Manning with $248,732,000 in earnings over 16 years. Eli Manning? Number one is Eli Manning. Yeah, Man. buddy. He will have made two hundred and fifty-two million two hundred and eighty thousand and four dollars from his contracts, all from the New York Football Giants. Smart family. I'd say <laughs> those two brothers have made half a billion dollars. That's just NFL contracts. Again, that's not endorsements. That 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 doesn't factor in endorsements in any capacity. I don't know if anybody has out endorsed <laughs> Peyton Manning, although Dak's probably going to rack in, rack up crazy big dollar. I mean, I think I sure. thought I read an article that Dak made fifty million off field last year, which is insane. But that's that's yeah. that's playing for Dallas. You know what I mean? If, if there are teams, if you are a Forty Honors quarterback, if you are a a Cowboys quarterback, there are certain teams that you you just are going to get. A lot of endorsement opportunities um and i think think, you know go ahead oh i was just saying i think it it is it it is funny i think that a lot of people don't realize that even if you're not michael jordan or Mm -hmm. peyton manning these guys who are maybe just a slight step below but not not significantly below i mean still Mm -hmm. marquee names and and faces on, on pro sports yeah they're making so much money outside oh, of their ton, contract ton. not saying every last one of Tons. them i mean some no. of them may not care to and again i mean <laughs> uh goodness i mean i'm not probably not a sports brew 
a worthy discussion, but uh, I was discussing with her brother earlier tonight about, like, at what point, like, you know, is, at what point does chasing more money become ridiculous, like, for certain people and families and, and things like that? Like, at what point is continuing the rat race for When more, is enough like, enough? Crazy. Um, the amount of money that some people yeah. are making in different uh, areas these days is so you're telling obscene, me that obscene. so you're telling me that you appreciate Tom Brady's efforts on behalf of the team. Of course, I, I'll appreciate <laughs> any 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 you know, athlete who's like you know what, in order to try to secure uh, a chance at more rings and more super, more championships, I'll sacrifice a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I you, you, you I don't need to say his name. Or to actually give him credit, you already did. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I can appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I mean, again, not. I mean, you, we, we with with uh, with a Brady for sure. <laughs> Let's not just look at how well he's getting paid from his contract. But uh, yeah, that man sure as hell makes a absurd amounts uh, in endorsements plus his wife's doing pretty well for herself too so they're 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 living comfortably i i, I don't think any of us need to worry about uh about that or, or no. if they've got a place place to sleep tonight um, <laughs> they're okay dude good. they're covered they're, they're, they're doing they're okay they're taking they're care fine. of they're um, fine. and uh and 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 well deserved i, I you know as much as i want to bash the patriots and you know rub know. lindy's face in the super bowl giant super bowls and all that stuff I give him, I give Brady and the Patriots their due credit for being the absurd franchise that they are now. You know, what I think is fun is, you know, this whole week has been just this raft of people arguing about Eli Manning. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a first ballot? Is he this? And um, I was kind of hoping Matt might show up tonight only because he's got some completely ridiculous ridiculously i mean like ludicrous points about eli and i don't um, I, don't, I don't think he actually even believes it and i and i kind of think that for a lot of these people maybe i, I mean I, I i really do um, for whitfield uh, i think so, he just likes uh, to give you crap but i almost think he actually sort of believes it with with eli but you know what's funny a couple of things number one people's reaction to roethlisberger is usually different to manning but if you look at their career numbers they're very similar sure very similar i think what throws people is you generally don't look at eli like peyton scared peyton at his peak scared people yeah. uh and even late stage you had to respect peyton's football mind and my argument for years was i don't know that i believe peyton was the best quarterback ever well actually i don't believe that but i think he arguably had the best quarterback mind ever and those are different things those are different things um i think he was a brilliant tactician and a brilliant quarterback and he he, like his football acumen was off the charts you know what i'm saying um but there were other players that i enjoyed watching more than him and i think there were other players that maybe had other tools or maybe some clutch or you know again you know, upper tier of that like top five or top six or all time. And you can argue it lots of different ways, but just there's some style points that are in there. But I don't know that Eli was ever feared like Peyton Manning. I think people had to, you know, they dealt with him differently. I don't know that Eli was ever feared per se. 
and I, I've given you plenty of grief about Eli. I actually like Eli. I do, and I think you actually, you know that. I do. Uh, but he was easy to make fun of. But one of the things I loved about Eli Manning was that he was willing to take whatever bullets from the media, from, you know what I mean, from the press, from people. He didn't care. He handled all of it. It's one of the things I actually really, really liked about him to be in that kind of market with that kind of pressure. And none of it phased him at all. Or at least he never showed it. Right. He never showed it. No. Um, I don't know if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he probably is. I think he's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Maybe there's enough dissent and argument that he's a compiler or, you know, whatever, that maybe he's not first ballot. I think if I had to put money on it, I think he's first ballot. Name, rings, stole, you know, one, two rings, Super Bowl MVP, signature throws, signature moments. I know you can argue about his playoff. Like, they didn't make the playoffs enough. I, that's fine. But some of his numbers are ridiculous. When he gets to, you have to drill down. You get the specific things. He had some moments, and some people will give the credit to the Giants' defense. They wouldn't have won without each other. No. They, they wouldn't have. And quite frankly, I think if you hate the Patriots, you have to go, thank you, Eli, for at least taking two away from Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely. I'm sure to. he has. He's yeah. got so much support, support um, from, from the, the, right. the, the non-giant right. fan, right. Patriot hater fans. The Patriot haters, for, for, of which, they're, of which they've just been so good for so long um, right. that they're, they're easy to hate. You know, I, I like my personal vantage, vantage point is I respect the organization. I miss Gronk. I, I think Tom Brady is incredible. Uh, I'm not a fan of theirs per se, but I respect them and what they've accomplished. Sure. Um, but I think for, you know, all the jokes aside, um, I think Eli is a, is a great guy. He obviously has the name and the legacy that matters. He's great with the media. Uh, he's done a lot of things that are fun. He's handled the New York market, which is difficult. That's a tough market. And he's handled it really well. I think Daniel Jones is very much in the mold of Eli. He will handle that market um, yeah. really well. But I, I just I think he's got enough going for him. It's, it's football. It's statistics. It's rings. It's significance of the rings, particularly in the era of Tom Brady. We, here we are talking about the Steelers, how they couldn't get over the hump. Well... The only team that, you know, Lindy, I, I know you're so glad you're glad that you guys are retiring. So you don't have to hear this stuff anymore. But the only I mean, they, you know, they couldn't beat them. No, they didn't do it. They didn't get it done. You know, uh, and, and for a lot of people, that matters a lot. Yeah, that's one of the few things they can hang their hats on. If you hate the Patriots, one of the few things you can hang your hats on. If you're a Giants fan or just hate the Patriots is the fact that the Giants got them both times and ruined a perfect season. You know? I mean, I, we've talked about it many times yeah. before, but I mean, I, I'll, I'll forever be fascinated at the idea that David Tyree mm-hmm. was is set for life on on a single catch. He is. I mean, that he man can, should be. It was able to do autograph signings and do everything. Mm-hmm. He never. He, I, I think the end didn't. He not. He he didn't play a single down in the NFL. I think after that game, he never played. Ever again played. I think he he. I think he, he may have tried to come back the next season and something happened and he didn't play and then he was just like just retired so that was his last game. I'm pretty sure I'm right there. So if I'm wrong, somebody could 
fact checker. Yeah, everybody but, else, uh, it's just you and me. Everybody else is I gone, bro. I, well, I know. I was going to say Randy would typically be our fact checker, but, uh, but regardless. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Regardless, so, he, he's, he's set for life on that single cash. First, first Hall of Famer. I'm sure you'll say he's a Hall of Famer. Is he first ballot? He's he's on the cusp. I I would say yes. I think he should be. Mm-hmm. I won't be devastated if he's not. He he's guaranteed Hall of Famer. The the, the comedy of a Whitfield or anybody else trying to say that he's not is nonsensical. Um, every, every argument that he or however other many people will try to come at uh, who actually believe that he shouldn't. Oh, the Super Bowls were solely on the defense. No, like you said, you 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 nail it exactly. They they needed each other, and I mean, mm-hmm. and and I know that's maybe that seems like you know, oh, well, duh, that's not rocket science. You know, you can't have a you know football team without offense and defense. But it's just no, it's not that simple. It's just saying that's. Uh, it's not as though it was one of those games where there was zero offensive outputs. It wasn't the, the it wasn't the Baltimore the, Ravens, Ravens defense with Trent exactly. Dilfer. You know what I'm saying? Like no, not, not Trent, at all. Trent Dilfer <laughs> owes everything to that effing defense. <laughs> yes. You know, like he, he that's might clear. As well give his ring to the defense. Yeah, that that's is. clear. But yes, that's that's <laughs> not Eli on that no. this team exactly. Um, Eli made um, many plays throughout the game, but yes, especially there were, were one or two incredible marquee plays. Um, I mean, of course, the helmet catch is, is going to be the most most well remembered for, and for a great reason and and again i mean i'll even say i mean so many times and not not without merit i mean tyree is the focus and yes mm-hmm. that's the most absurd part of it is well, how did that happen how does he you know stick the ball to his helmet how does he wrestle it away from miracles from, from, uh, i mean football I, miracles all, dude oh, oh, yeah i mean <laughs> it, that that is absurd but let's not forget that i mean eli should have likely been sacked no, I'm, not, I'm saying they, the guy should have been able to get him down. Anybody, I mean, Whitfield is probably one of the handful of people who would be like, oh, he should have been caught in the grasp. Nonsense. Nonsense. Look, he was if they had had, if they had, had the Saints referees, they would have blown that play dead. Course, you know what I'm saying? Course. If that was Five the Saints earlier, in that game, no. they would have blown that whistle. It never would have happened, bro. <laughs> Yeah, ever. Uh, awful. Um, <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah, so I mean that—that's you know let's let's not forget him. Eli did a phenomenal job of, yeah. of escaping the tackle and getting free to get the ball down there. Um, in so many scenarios, as as in that, just you got to give the receiver a chance. Um, yeah. And so he got made that happen, and then still you know great touchdown pass to uh, Plaxico. Um, but um, yeah. With with two two rings against the you know uh, the team that was supposed to be invincible, the New England Patriots, um, to, to get yourself two Super Bowl rings, also being so much Mister Fourth Quarter Clutch, you know, throughout his career, so many fourth quarter highlights. Yeah, I, I would not pretend that he's slam dunk. How could you possibly pretend that he's not first? first no, I, I think there will be. I think, I, I think people I think will argue is. about him. Yeah. I think people will absolutely argue about him. And if and if he's not first ballot, I don't think that it's one of those where I'd no. be like, "That's a travesty! How dare no. they?" I I forever enjoy my my teasing about you know he's the better brother and things like that. <laughs> but of course, it is all I'll, I'll make it clear right now. It is all completely sarcastic. I love sarcasm. I'm a very sarcastic dude. Uh, Peyton is for me one of my favorite non-giants quarterbacks of all time i've never seen a quarterback be a general on the field like he is i don't understand how somebody you know, could, you know be so you know amazing i thought and, with 
by the way, with Peyton Manning, I thought HGH stood for like human growth hormone, but I didn't realize for him it was like head, forehead growth hormone. Like the junk got swole, dude. Him and Barry Bonds, man, head got really big. <laughs> And, you know, I love it. I mean, I, I'm sure they probably get it from each other, but I love it. <laughs> you say about Eli, but obviously both Peyton and Eli are yeah. great at like being able to make fun of themselves yes. and, and yes. be so aware. Yes. And, and and I mean, I'm not saying that that necessarily comes into play for you know the, the, the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh come on, it matters. My, it matters. You and, know what? Sure. If, you, if, you know if you're matters. a villain, villain, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're not gonna want. But I mean, you know, he he comes from a super likable family with a you know yes a rare. You, you don't you name. don't think all of Terrell Owens' shenanigans got held against him? <laughs> no. A, a, of course, of course you're, they you're, did. you're right. I mean, um, but I mean, I'm saying, but I mean, beyond like super shenanigans or like being a total dickbag, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I no, I mean, I, I, I genuinely, I appreciate the Manning as a whole. But yeah. you know, talking about Eli, I mean, yeah, he's, he's he seems super. He, he's he's done the right way. Uh, even even with Jones, I mean, the, the, you know, when he, you know, they finally, you know, get him to talk about it, he's like, you know, is it what I want? Of course not. But you know what? I'm gonna root for the guy. I'm gonna be a, support the team. I will always support the team. And that's the way he's always been. I, mean, I know. You know when, when, I know. When he got when he got benched by Jackass McJackass, uh, <laughs> Macadoo. To, yeah. to, to end his, his streak, I mean, he had every right to be furious. You know what's funny is that I, I I feel like we've spent about three, maybe four, but at least three years talking about the end of Eli coming, and it was <laughs> like, can you can you guys please put the pieces around him that Denver did around Peyton at the end of his career? Right. You know what I mean. This is not a matter of equating Eli to Peyton, but it, it's recognizing where he's at. And they haven't successfully done it. You know, when we talked about it uh, last week, I mean, I think the, some of the pieces they have are really more about, you know, the future. And if Daniel Jones, if Jones is good, then Saquon and Ingram, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. But they squandered the end of Eli with poor lines and a crappy defense. And I yep. think, you know, I, I think Eli gets dumped on probably, well, no, I think Eli catches flack for the team in capacities that realistically probably aren't on him. Has he been perfect at the back end of his year, career? No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Right. But I think the holes in that team most any quarterback would struggle with. And it's right. I'm not trying to make an excuse for him. But I, we watch enough football, and you know a team that's mediocre or average or struggling or fail buckets, when you watch enough games, you're like, they don't have it. You know what right. I mean? And so the last couple of years, what do you think he played a little bit too long? That's fine, man. If, if you think he should have retired a couple of years ago, that's fine. If you think that, you think that. But um, that's not a good football team. No. They might, I, mean, they, I, I, I was hard-pressed to think that, I mean right. – like like last year, you know, no, um, it was a mess. So, yeah, it was a mess. Again, they weren't going to go anywhere, but I still feel like if you're be anybody willing willing to be objective, he. I mean, in the beginning of the season, I mean, obviously when the, the season went through layers. Mm -hmm. um, I think at the beginning, everybody, myself included, were like, Ah, God, he just he looks scared back there. Yes, I recognize that this 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 offensive line is bad, but like, he just doesn't look scared. But like as it got a few few more weeks in, I was like, but it's not just that. Like something else seems wrong, and I, mm -hmm. I started to be like, 
all right, maybe it really is time for him to hang it up. And then I feel like he's, he's something shift a little bit. And again, I'm not pretending, and I, I don't, I don't have any of the numbers in front of me, but I just feel like you just, just even on the eye test, I mean, screw the stats. I think that he genuinely looked pretty significantly better the second half of the season, um, to the point where I, you know, I, I said all along for me, I wasn't very excited about this upcoming draft class. No, and I felt like let Eli be the quarterback for this upcoming season, the one we're in now. Let him, you know, this this be what I would envision to be his final season. Let him let him helmet, and um, then we'll get somebody in this upcoming draft. All right, so uh, <laughs> we had a real quick break there. I know a, a tough segment, but uh, Mark requested a little bit of uh, Tool descending, and I'm sitting there listening to this track. I'm like, bro, I'm totally feeling like the Stranger Things vibe up in this piece. Just for, <laughs> you buy that. Yeah, just for good measure. It's like it's like a nice mashup of current, but retro vibe up in this piece. I can get down with that. You see, what was the what was the creature from the first season, the Gargamel, or? <laughs> and from, and that from, isn't that the Smurfs? In that Gargamel? That's the Smurfs. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm way off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gargamel is the Smurfs, bro. Yeah, Gargamel is the Smurfs. Nice. Come on, man. Strange. Smurfer things. You're wrong, <laughs> sir. Wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, we'll see what they do going forward. It, 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 my central point: um, I don't think the back end of his career is, is really the the truest, you know, like tale of the tape. Or I, I don't know that that's what people will really remember about him. Um, I don't think the team is great. I don't necessarily think Eli is great at this point, but I don't think the team is phenomenal either. Um, yeah. I think he's had enough signature moments, signature plays, big things. I think he's friendly with the media, is good with the media, in a big market, has a couple of rings. Quite frankly, kept, you know, it took a couple of from, from Tom Brady and, and the Patriots, which is very difficult to do. Um, I think do you, people. Do you think, do you think he take take a snap for another team? No. And see, that's the other thing. I, I believe he wants his entire career to be with just the Giants. I, sure I, I, I really and, do and believe I sure, that. I sure hope so. And, then, and, and that's where, I mean, I, I feel like to me the only people who can have, I shouldn't say the only people who can, but to me the, the only people who I personally see mm-hmm. as people who would have a beef with him would be Charger fans who still feel like yes. you know, what he did was shitty in the beginning. They're entitled to that. I still stand by. I think that was much more Archie influence than Eli. Who knows? Who cares? Was it, was it the not. right decision? I think survey says yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was and the I mean, it I was the right that, decision. I mean, are the Chargers fans? I mean, all they may they may wish they had some rings. I mean, they've had plenty of success behind Philip. You know, with with with, with yes, without rings. But I mean, there are a whole lot of Chargers fans who really think like. You know, they're like desperately wondering like what life would have been like with Eli instead of Philip. I probably not. I mean, I wouldn't think so. I, this is, I mean that, that that would change a whole lot of things, and who who knows what you know really would have come from it. But um, regardless, you, I personally still... think that that was much more Archie than Eli's decision. Yeah, yeah but, but like, don't you think part of that is just to not have both of them in the same conference? I mean, certainly yeah. not the same oh, division, sure, sure, but I mean, sure. it, yeah. like, like I certainly believe that was like, well, you know, Peyton's AFC, you know, Eli needs to be NFC, and, and yeah, I mean, I, there's some influence on multiple levels there, 
Sure. I think we're far enough removed from it that if you're not a Chargers fan, it's probably eh, whatever. I mean, Elway did the same thing. How many people talk about that with Elway when you remember yeah. him? None. None. Virtually nobody. Yeah, virtually nobody. I'm basically saying, I mean, I, I can't imagine there's too many people who are still, you know, holding a massive grudge like, oh, no. screw you, Eli, for what you did. So some 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 may or some may just kind of a forever hold that flame, but outside Someone. of that, Whitfield, um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> any, any any slight he could take for yes, for Eli, he's happy to if if uh, if he thought that he saw Eli like stepping from front of somebody in a line, he would uh, try to create a New York Times headline about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh. I'm I'm gonna miss him. I do have a question for yeah. you though. All right, so 16 yep. seasons. 116, 116 is where he is now, okay? He has started all but one game, thanks, Ben McAdoo, since November of 2004. So that's 232 starts, Yeah. okay? Obviously a little bumpy since 2017. We get it. But perfect 500, which is kind of funny in its own weird way, 116 and 116 in 16 seasons. Here we are. Feels, Feels very Eli. I mean, doesn't it? It's... It's kind of screwy. So my question for you is: We certainly don't have high expectations for the rest of the season. I hope Dan. I hope Jones is good. I like him, but yeah. you know he he's going to have to cut his teeth. There's probably going to be some bumps. And given the way the beginning of the season has been, I mean, who knows? He might be knocked out for the year somewhere before much longer. You never know. But let's say Jones is healthy. Do you let Eli? Because I think Eli will be a good team guy. And will be supportive of Jones and be supportive of the team. I think he loves the fact that he's been with one team. I think he loves the Giants. You know what I mean? I really do believe that. I mean, we can play the game and say, well, maybe New Orleans for a couple of weeks. Maybe the Jets. But, I mean, I think he wants to just play for one team, retire as a Giant. He's done his time. You know what I mean? I think that's what he wants. I really do believe that. But 116 and 116. What do you think is the possibility that he has a walk-off start at the very end? Last game of the season. Regardless of how the season plays out, they go, you know what, Eli, we owe you one. Do they do it? Does he get a walk-off start? I don't think so. No? I, 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 I don't I A don't walk-off think so. finish? I, um, Mop-up duty? So, so you're saying no to the start. Does he at least get mop-up duty at the end of the season? Kind of don't think. So. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, maybe only in the in the standpoint, kind of like in, you know, they do in the in like pro basketball, where like you know maybe a guy would get you know put in just so he can like also get like you know substituted out, like maybe put him in so he can like take a knee and then like wave to the crowd or something <laughs> like that at, at, at home, but like oh to actually God. like play a little bit. You get to come in they, and take a knee. That's that's terrible. I, I well, I know that's. I mean, I'm saying I, I yeah. that wouldn't make sense to me, but like that's that's the only capacity I'd see it. I, I just I don't see it otherwise. I think that's you know just just because fluky things could happen if you're not starting him. Uh, if you, if Daniel Jones is a starter now and that's what you're going with, I think barring injury necessity to put him in there, I think you know, Eli you know grabs a clipboard. And uh, and helps Daniel as best as he can as a mentor uh, and sideline guy, and um, and I think he's okay with that. I I, I really do. I mean that's 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 what gives me I, I've had so much respect for the guy mm-hmm. uh, for Eli, and I always have and always will because I think he's 
not just paying lip service when he says the right things. I think that's truly who he is. I think that Manning pedigree, obviously, they come from good stock. Um, and, and, you know, he, he he's done... He's done more than enough to be the Hall of Fame guy. Again, I'm really not going to sweat it whether he's, you know, first ballot or not. Um, I'll be happy either way. But you know, yeah, any clown or pretends that he's not getting in is just fucking clown, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, funny, no. funny, funny guy. He always did it the right way. I certainly am hard pressed to think that there's not a lot of people out there um, who have legitimate qualms with the guy as a person. Um, you know, on the field, you know, when he would turn into, you know, let's try to make a throw that should never happen. Oh, nothing, he, had some, you know, he had some bad throw throws. Floated interceptions, throws. you know, from inside the 10 yard line to nobody, things like that. He, he, he know, perfectly inspired. Drive you insane. <clears throat> yeah. He perfectly but. inspired, uh, other than the clutchness, he perfectly inspired Kirk Cousins to make all kinds of atrocious throws. Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, I'm not I'm not pretending that I didn't go through my right. you know waves with him and my, my waves of frustration, but uh, I've been a huge fan of the guy for a long time, and it's it's gonna be weird. It'll 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 be a weird transition for me to see an NFL without Eli Manning for sure. It, it'll so. be odd. Yeah, I'm gonna miss him. It's gonna be weird. I'll, I'll I mean, miss making really fun is. of him, but but I'll miss him just like oh, sure. like legit. I was yeah. I was I was talking to somebody earlier today. <laughs> I think it was probably Megan about how you know the sports brew, along with so many others, certainly love to you know love to to, to laugh at Eli with the the, the derp derp faces <laughs> and you know, things like that. And I totally get it. And I think that he probably laughs at it too. Oh, I yeah. really do. I, mean, I he, bet he does. I bet he does. He, he, he I takes bet. it in stride. I mean, it, I, I mean, really. Going to bed next to his, you know, gorgeous wife yeah. and you know his multi million dollars. Is he really his like quarter I mean, of a billion dollars? Really, that, bo- really that bothered by no. you know, the media teasing no. you about you know, making making stupid faces on the sidelines? And care. I think you need to get a thicker skin. I'm sure he laughs at it um, all the way to the <laughs> bank. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm sure there will be some debate about him, but I just think legacy, name, impact. You can't tell the story of, because you can't tell the story of the Patriots without talking about Eli. You you know, I mean, you can't. And some of that's a Tom Coughlin thing. Some of that's a Bill Parcells thing, obviously, and a Bill Belichick thing. Those those three guys are tied together. I mean, particularly Parcells and Belichick, but Coughlin's in there too. But you know, my argument is, can you tell the story of an era with or without a player? And one of the things that's relevant to me is uh, I'm not saying it's the be all end all when it comes to the hall of fame. Cause you, sometimes you, you get talked about for bad reasons, but for what he did and what some of his accomplishments are, I don't believe you can talk about the last, you know, two decades of, of the NFL without having Eli in there. Um, no. and, he's just entrenched in the history of the league. His dad is, his brother is, and he is. Um, he, he put up, he put up with, uh, Tiki Barber and Jeremy Shockey and, you know, he, uh, and Plasco Buris and he endured a lot. Um, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I'll miss him. He's, he's a funny dude. I bet, I bet Peyton and Eli are a lot of fun to hang out and just drink some I beers bet. with. I, I bet, bet those two guys are a riot. Um, I bet. 
And uh, Eli, Eli and Shockey can get, can get inducted to, to the Hall of Fame together. And I don't, cool. I don't think Shockey's making it, bro. Eli, yes. Shockey, no. <laughs> no Shockey might be in Penny Giles's Hall of Fame. <laughs> she used to love her some Jeremy Shockey. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Which is, is very funny to think about in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. I, you know, it, it's it's bittersweet. I, I like, I, you know, again, I like Jones, and I think they you, they look like they drafted like the youngest Manning brother. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they really it, don't know. It, absolutely, it really does look like he'd be. It's so be weird, young, dude. Young, younger down the it's family so tree weird. for sure. Hey, you know, really, really as well. Here's the thing, man. You got you got Craig Biggio's son hitting for the cycle. You got Mike Yastrzemski, uh, like. Shrimpsies. The grandson of, of Carl, you know, of, of Yaz out there crushing out a home run in his first career game at Fenway Park. I bet you didn't think I'd make those two random baseball references, did you? I'm, I'm impressed. I'm you know, impressed. Look at that. But, you know, and the thing is, like, uh, Jones almost looks like he would be like one of the one of the Manning brothers, like sons. Like, oh, look, you know, I had a kid when I was 20. Here he is getting ready to play in a league. You know, I mean, it's it's bananas, man. It really is. Uh, but I don't know. I like the upside. It's going to be a weird transition, but you know, it, it was hard saying goodbye to Favre. It was hard saying goodbye to Montana. It was hard saying goodbye to Young. It and it, one day it'll be hard saying goodbye to Brady. And sure. maybe maybe we, you know, have largely said goodbye to Big Ben. Uh, Rivers' time it, it's coming. Uh, Breeze's time is coming, and, and it's strange. And you know, depending on how old you are there's this you know you go through this cycle where the people that you kind of grew up with as a kid maybe that's 10 12 14 whatever as as a teenager into an adult and their careers end and it's really strange to say goodbye and we're on the cusp of a, a very very significant turnover in the nfl it's it's strange and it'll it and and you know it'll it'll on some level it'll be sad there'll be some new guys yeah sure but and we'll uh, we won't forget about them, but we'll adjust, we'll move on, and and life will be okay. <laughs> but it's still odd to think that so many careers of very significant players are drawing to a close. Some are obviously uh, adversely impacted by injuries, big bends and and breezes, and others maybe Father Time just caught up with them. And I think that's I think that's where Eli is. You know, I don't think the yeah. Giants are great, but I think Father Tom has clearly said, you know, it's about time to go ahead and shut that down, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I, I think he'll think be a great perfect. teammate. We talked about this. I think if there's anybody oh, sure. that could be a great teammate and a mentor, I don't think he would do it begrudgingly. Obviously, he still wants to start. He still wants to play. But I, I believe that he can be like, I'm here for you. Yeah, no, I mean, if there's if there's yeah. somebody who I think any of us would be shocked to see, like, yeah. skul- skulking up and down the sidelines, nah, it would be Eli. He won't do that. Um, he, he, he wants the Giants to win. Yeah. Um, if I mean, I, I genuinely think that if Jones suddenly you know, reeled off six wins in a row, Eli would be super happy and supportive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, I mean he, he's, he's done what he needed to do in his career. And, you know, the Giants, the, again, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady could suddenly come over and play for the Giants. Uh, he's he's not fixing that defense. He's not. You know the Giants are not suddenly going, you know, ten and six or something like that. No, um, they have too many not, issues. Not happening. The, the, the moment no. the moment they traded Beckham was the moment. You know, I'm pretty confident we all were like, 
myself super included as much yeah. as I hate to admit it. Like, oh, okay. So that's that's what's happening now. We're yeah. we're, we're we're fire sailing the offense and uh, <laughs> Barkley and yeah, you know, seeing what comes of the season. I mean, that's a strange way to go about things, but okay, okay sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, at least it wasn't Miami Dolphins level fire sale. <laughs> no, no. Although. Uh, yeah, you know, there's something to be said for just saying, you know what, we we can either float in mediocrity, or we can just burn it down and then build it back up. <laughs> sure. It's ugly. It's, sure. it's it's ugly. That first year you commit to it, it's ugly. Yeah. And no, it, it, it is. But I mean, it, I mean, well, you know, really, it is going to be interesting <laughs> to see what's um, just to see like what the Giants are like, mm-hmm. you know, right away under Jones. I really do think this, you know. Going to Tampa Bay, and you know, playing against the Bucks in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting first matchup. It is. I, it I, is. I, I I really. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 you know for me in my my you know, degenerate world, it's always. <laughs> I mean, of course, I say it so many times. It's always so risky when you're looking at your own team because you just don't want to blur those lines. You you. I mean, I I genuinely will always care five billion percent more about real sports my real oh, of course. Real teams of course. over of over, course. over betting of the moment those lines become blurred is the moment i'm like hey all right let's stop betting on the sport for a bit if i'm truly going to blur those lines um but <laughs> that doesn't mean that i'll never bet on one of my teams and um i don't know i'll take a deeper look at it but i just feel like I'm I'm hard pressed not to stay fixated on that idea that, you know, given seven and a half points to the Bucks, right now seems excessive, for you know a team that's you know has a Saquon Barkley, and they're giving a guy <laughs> a shot who certainly had a very quality preseason. I get it preseason, but I feel like he's going to be smart. I feel like they're going to certainly you know run their offense through Saquon. I guess it's again about what can the defense do. I mean, the defense can't give up, you know, twenty-eight, thirty-five to everybody and expect to stay competitive. It's not going to happen. I recognize that, but I mean, how, are we? Are any of us that intimidated by the the Bucks offense? Maybe I'm being a little bit of hater. Hater, recognize, you know, yeah, the, the Win, Winston, Winston to Godwin's Win. been a pretty good connection. But outside of that, like, do they have that much going on? The run game pretty no. mediocre, very mediocre. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see. All right, man. We probably ought to shut this thing down and get the hell out sure. of here. We lost Randy. We lost McGuffin. McGuffin apparently turned to barf buckets. <laughs> so, which is probably what any Vikings fan feels about Kirk Cousins. Hey, I'd say I empathize, but we warned you. <laughs> did. We did. We warned you. I like KC, but we warned you. Uh, <laughs> you better put that game away and not need him to clutch out at the end. Because if you need him to clutch out at the end... Is a bad deal for you, man. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. You get a back foot throw, a bad pick, something. <laughs> sorry, y'all. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, we warned you. I, I think you shared this in the brew chat, but I just wanted to uh, go ahead and pull this up <laughs> real quick as part of wrap up. Like I thought that was funny. I love this headline: uh, "Woman masturbated twice during Tom Hiddleston's Broadway show." <laughs> what? I know. Uh, I, I did share that. And I was did. like, "What? Yeah. What is?" Uh, <laughs> oh, here you go. 
the commentator detailed that during last Wednesday's performance of the Harold Pinter uh, play at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater, a woman in her 30s masturbated to completion twice. Quote, every time Tom Hiddleston said something provocative, our roommate would let out a large laugh, somewhat out of cadence with the rest of the audience, the commenter wrote. Apparently, the woman in question then shifted in her seat, and that's when the noise started. My companion could feel a rhythmic banging against his armrest, punctuated by occasional low moans and giggles, they continued. It got faster and faster until there was one slightly louder ha, and she resumed her normal seat position, put her head back, and closed her eyes. So, I guess... Here she was getting caught masturbating in a show. I guess she wasn't low-key enough for low-key. I'm just saying. Well said. Well said. Um, I mean, that's the the only reason I brought that story up. I wrote that when you said that thing, and I was like, I got to use it. I guess she wasn't low-key. I knew you had something, and that's Mm. great. Uh, Give 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 me credit. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. I mean, for, for anybody wondering, it's, it's a real story, which, I mean, I, I always question, but that was a real story. Uh, I first saw it posted from a, uh, a comedian on Facebook, and I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, he, um, he was, uh, <laughs> um, the comment section was, of course, fantastic. Uh, I think my favorite's uh, quick, quick grab uh, comment was uh, somebody saying, well, uh, I guess, uh, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know one of my favorite memes I saw in in the past month is um, uh, it says, like, the original TED Talk, and it's Bill and Ted from (laughs) Cecil Adventures. (laughs) And it's so dumb, and I was like, oh, I love that. It's so great. It's it's so dumb, (laughs) but I love that. I love that. I love that almost as much as... You know, the Jets cutting off in the, the drum solo in the air tonight before Baker Mayfield could hit that. I love it almost as much as that. <laughs> almost. Actually, probably more. That. Probably more. Probably more. I, I get that. I... <laughs> oh, I, uh... oh our, dude. Dude. Oh, go ahead. Our buddy. Our buddy. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Number one, his dad is absolutely freaking ripped. Uh, I love the fact that he got spotlighted. Uh, I don't know if that was Daily Snark or NFL memes. I don't know who spotlighted that guy. That guy is ridiculously huge. Good on him. Uh, but this is one of my favorite headlines. This is, to me, much better than, who was it, Bang Brothers wanting to sponsor the Golden State Warriors Arena or whatever. That's just dumb. That ain't happening. Yep. But this one, I could actually, I, I could almost see this actually happening. An adult entertainment company called Cam Soda has offered Gardner Minshew an endorsement deal worth up to $1 million. The, <laughs> quote, the only, our only requirement is that you incorporate band workouts into your class and do them in a jockstrap and or naked. Cam Soda also wants Minshew to wear their line of Penis puppets, which come in several styles, including a watermelon, an elephant, and a vampire. All right. (laughs) There you go. Well, (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. That's, uh, 
<laughs> I, I mean, it, it, and now and now we wait. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe that woman can get her jollies off to that too. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, he did stretch out in a jock strap. Just saying. It's true. Bring so me one I'm, of those chickens. <laughs> so I've got a nothing to do with anything, but, but I'll say my <laughs> my random okay. quote of the week. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but did you know that in the early 2000s, Blockbuster was offered a chance to buy Netflix yes. for, for $50 million? For peanuts. Which... That's just so insane to think about. I mean, I get it why they just didn't see the vision. Like at that point, we're talking about the early 2000s, so still the primary you know, business model for Netflix at that point was still like mailing DVDs. So it's a very different market, and I get that. I fully get that. You know what's that. funny is if, if you mention it, depending how old the person you're talking to is, right? Like they're like, mail DVDs, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> right. they, they don't believe that. Yeah, no. I remember early on doing Netflix, I would I would get them to mail them to me and I would burn a copy of the movie and send it back. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, no, I totally I I did that with a lot of movies. I had a spindle of D V of D V D like like burnt DVDs, dude. And that's when blank <laughs> DVDs were expensive. Yeah. Wow. So dumb. <laughs> and I mean, not, I mean, most people probably have at least a loose idea, but I mean, obviously, just to back end that you know, comments, I mean, Netflix, I mean, obviously, it fluctuates a yeah. lot these days, but I'd say their general, you know, value at this point is, you know, in the, you know, several hundred billion. So, you know, Blockbuster could have been the guy in there on basically the ground floor at, you know, 50 million, but uh, turned it down. And that's, that's, that's got to sting. It's got to sting. Given the state of Blockbuster these days, the answer is yes. Yes, you are yes. correct. Also, uh, mind blown, not only did Blockbuster pass up buying out, you know, or, or doing whatever that was with Netflix, uh, also mind blown, uh, I love this headline, Colin Kaepernick's agent has contacted quarterback needy teams. Not happening, bro. <laughs> no, no, it's unfortunately still not. No, not happening, man. That ship, that ship has sailed. Cunts. Yes. <laughs> it's I mean, not right. Dol- Randy. Dolphins. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. It, it can't be Pittsburgh. It's a bad fit. Miami's a bad fit. I, mean, I, th- I think he's like three years removed. So, no. the Jets, yeah, maybe I could, I could sort of see that. I think the market could tolerate it, and it's a big enough market; it would serve as platform. I could see the Jets, Pittsburgh. No, I, I don't. I don't think the fans w- would. I think the majority of the fan base would not would hate that guy. Bad decision. Uh, and Miami's just a mess. I wouldn't. I would. I don't know that I'd mess with that. The Jets, I could see that that could be kind of fun. Kaepernick. You know, if you got the best of Kaepernick with the Niners and Le'Veon Bell, you you got a little action there, right? Yeah, you know, I I could get I could I I would be willing to entertain that because that's a Why lot. Of, I mean, who are they down yeah. to? Like the third or the fourth string guy that they just signed? I mean, yeah. But Pittsburgh, no, Miami, no. Mm-mm. I think I I think I had a voicemail. They might have called me. I'm not, I'm not sure. So, <laughs> You're funny. Maybe. 
All right, man. Ugh. All right. Well, we we covered woman masturbating. We covered Bridget the Midget stabbing people. You missed that, uh, by the way. We figured that's why you weren't here originally. Is that, <laughs> is that maybe Bridget the Midget stabbed you? You never know. You, know, you never know. That's that. Okay, let's get out of here, man. Uh, look, keywords are sports and brew. As always, you can find us, whether it's live sportscast or home feed on Podbean, uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or any of the other number of services that carry us. Keywords, sports, and brew. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, we're on the normal stuff. Feel free to follow us. Feel free to give us crap. Feel free to bet with Mark and Shannon. Uh, Shannon laid Shannon threw the gauntlet down. He said he, he, said he had you in college football, so you better get oh. your bet. You better get your bets right this week, man. Shannon, Shannon, yeah, Shannon said he had you, so I'll get, I'll get sharp. Yeah, you better get sharp, better get right, bro. Just saying. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably gonna find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. Wow, harsh, harsh, man. Anyway, uh, we are the Sports Brew. Wrap-up thoughts? You got anything? Uh, any walk-off thoughts, Mark? Cubs? Uh, Cubs? You got yeah, anything for the Cubs? Mets. Oh, excuse Mets me. You got anything for the Mets? Mets are going to pull it off. I don't know why uh, I was that, Why no. was I thinking about the Cubs? Oh, it's E's birthday. It was, yeah, it's E's birthday. birthday. I was thinking about the Cubs. My bad. Um, anything for the Mets? Screw the Brewers. I know we said they were going to fall off, and somehow they're the team that's not, not losing right now. So kind of starting to feel like in order for the Mets to have a chance, which is extremely slim, I recognize it. Maybe I shouldn't even say extremely, but it's slim. They basically need to win out, probably go at least they've got 10 games left. Win, go at least 8-2 and two or better, and they have a chance, need some help too. Uh, Brewers were the main team that I felt like it was going to happen, and it's like, it seems like it's not. So right now it's – kind of feels like either the Cubs or the, the Nats who are the two teams that are yeah. kind of locked in. They're locked in there right now. One or the other of them is going to need to, you know, fall off and melt down, uh, which the Nats melting down would probably be the most rewarding for sure. I mean, what? They prob- probably. The Nats so, melt down? Surely you jest. <laughs> so it can always happen. But, uh, you know, I, I, bottom line is all I'll say is I'm thrilled with what this Mets team did. <laughs> there is no chance in the first half of the season that I thought that we would be looking at uh, any remote, important, like, relevant games at this point in the season. But here you uh, are. Pete, Pete Alonzo is a ridiculous story that we'll, we can talk about more next podcast. But yeah. uh, Rookie of the Year, without without a possible doubt, has set multiple records and is, is I think, at a great shot at you know breaking judges record uh for rookie home runs uh already set you know Mets home run rookie records and home run records period he's just, he's an amazing dude who's suddenly become the face of the Mets um and they've got a lot of great pieces for next year so yeah. you know having relevant games at this point in the season is amazing and a luxury we sure as hell didn't think we'd have in the first half of the season so uh thrilled about that kind of stuff and uh, you know we'll see what happens 10, 10 more games to go there you go. Uh, but uh, that, and I will quickly say uh, for college football, I was looked real sharp the first two weeks. I got a buy this week, uh, but they they've looked real good. There for I guess actually I think the three weeks in now, or three games in, um, and um, so you know, it'd be interesting to see uh, how they can do the rest of the college season. Legit, legit. Sure. Well, look forward to um, the college football six pack. Oh, pick 'em. Oh yeah. 
So get that get that posted on the page. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm glad you're able to rally up and catch up. Uh, particularly since Shannon ended up barfing his brains out and disappearing. Rest up, McGuff. And Randy took a nap. So good job, good effort on you. The air conditioner wasn't too bad, and good luck selling that condo of yours, bro. Much appreciated, sir. It's gonna happen. You know it. It's gonna happen. I didn't know. I didn't know you were gonna smuggle in a gold toilet, though. (laughs) Did you see that thing, man? Where somebody, somebody legit. This is the headline: Solid gold toilet worth one point two five million dollars stolen from Winston Churchill's birthplace. (laughs) A, (laughs) a unique solid gold toilet that was part of an art exhibit was stolen early Saturday from the magnificent home in England where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. The toilet, valued at roughly one million pounds, was the work of Italian artist Maurizio Chatelain. Hopefully I said that right. If not, whatever. I don't think we have a lot of uh, listeners in Italy. We should, but I don't think we, we do. Should. We should. Work on that. Yeah. It had been installed only two days earlier at Blenheim Palace, west of London, after previously being shown to appreciative audiences at the Guggenheim. All right, how many... Was that really a a thing? Like, people are appreciative of seeing a gold toilet? I think it's just because it's gold. Yeah, I hope not. I mean, the the only time I can say I saw... I think it was gold or something similar, but, like, Graceland, Elvis. I mean, then that that makes sense. I mean, it is... he, He... I mean, his all of his home decor was either gold or silver or, you know, leopard print. Or I mean, it was just absurd and over the top. But is, I, is like I, your dump a, extra satisfying on a gold toilet? I I wouldn't think so, but I guess for some people, I mean, maybe, maybe it is. right? Are you like, uh, yo, bro, solid gold, man? I mean, like, like what is that? I don't know, man. It's a great question. Maybe one day we'll be able to answer it. And, <laughs> life's and, life's mysteries. Yeah, you know? not just aluminum or steel or porcelain but like dropping a deuce on a legit gold toilet man <laughs> hashtag life goals yeah i mean if you get a gold toilet you gotta get a gold today too so you know <laughs> yes true story all right i think that's i think that's it i think that's that's enough we almost went back to winona's big brown beaver on a gold toilet i think that's 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 an exit strategy right there yes sir so, all right mark great to catch up man go get some rest and uh shannon hope you feel better randy enjoy the z's from all of us to all of you thanks for listening hope you had a, a you know a fun time um good luck with your fantasy and enjoy the college football pro football along the course of the weekend man and don't be one of those hostile fan assholes we discussed in the uh, first segment of the podcast. Be above that, man. Uh, fan robberies are great. Fandom is great. But being an asshole, you're just an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's all you are. You're just a dickhead. Not as enjoyable. But, uh, Mark, great to catch up. And uh, enjoy the Daniel Jones era. Always. Thank you, sir. All right, Woo! brother. Go get some rest. And we'll catch you a little bit later. From all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. All right? Peace out, folks. Good night now. As we like to say, late.